And hold on, wait for it, Walter. Wait for it. And here we go. Welcome back. Come on. Situation. <laughs> we are live. Stop messing around with the lights, Lola. It's not the lights. Yeah, so make sure that you guys <laughs> he is dark. Thumbs up. Is yeah. <laughs> subscribe. Ring the bell so you can be notified. I think we're live now. I think this is all rolling through. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. That's like the second time I've already said this. The Wednesday ones, the hump day, everything's not working right ones. Um, there's a whole bunch of wires getting crossed here. I thought we were going to have um, Cody Hooten um, that's running for the 6th Congressional Congress here in Florida. Uh, that was a, a scheduling mix-up. We, we'll, we'll have him on here in the future. We do have Joe from 13C Gun Reviews. Boom, there he goes. Joe hey, hey. In the building. And, and if you can see behind him, there's bullpups. There is. I don't know how much of the screen I'm looking on. Yeah. The, I mean, everything yeah. on my little on my regular box is good, but I'm yeah. like a sliver. This vertical. No, no, no. Sliver, I got so you I full screen. I got you. Him. Yeah, I got you full screen. So ah, we could, nice. Yeah, we could see him. We could see the. I mean, the they do have a vaccine guys. for this problem. You know that. Right? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it's, it's like that, Walter. Huh? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <Oof>. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got we've got 13C Joe. We've got Walter Keller there chiming in. Last second, Walter. Yes. Chime yeah. In. Last second. I know. I'm sitting I know. there eating my dinner, and all of a sudden, I get. Yeah. Can you get on? It's like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gave you the night off just for no reason. Gave so. Boss man. I, yeah, I still let me eat my dinner. Yeah. You're gonna get overtime. I get you some overtime. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sure. Um, yeah. I appreciate the shout out to the chat guys. That's awesome. Yes. Camp, Camp David rather have Joe here. You guys are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Yeah. Shout out to everyone who is joining us. Thanks to you guys for joining us. We appreciate that. Make sure you guys smash those thumbs up. So make sure you ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. If it works when we try to go live, I don't know. Might not work. So hopefully it goes work. Uh, it does work. Shout out to Walther for sponsoring the show tonight. Um, yeah, we'll see what's going on with everyone. Uh, we've got, you know, we've got Joe here. He's He's got some videos, some stuff he's reviewing. We'll probably be talking about. Walter's here. I don't know. We'll make Walter pull something out of the vault. <laughs> I'll talk about something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we should talk, yeah, maybe we talk about guns a little bit. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> guns? <laughs> what are you guys? they? <laughs> yeah, um... So let's see. Uh, Anybody um, out there in the chat collect um, like salesman's um, cartridge things? Salesman cartridge things. Hold on a second. Let me see what this is. You show. No. This is a Fiocchi uh, shotgun show, like salesman thing. They show them the different, the, all the different cartridges. Oh. I guess Fiocchi made it one time. Is that a thing to collect? Yeah, people collect this stuff. This one's for sale, actually. I, I haven't determined the exact price yet, but. Um, oh. oh, okay. It's it's part of that stuff that I'm helping somebody else. So, oh. Oh, okay. Um, I never heard of that, Joe. I don't know about you. I've, you know, I've people collect all sorts of things. So I have heard of. Um, I know people collect, especially like old shells. Mm -hmm. um, you know, old different casings and stuff that have been made in a long time. I would think an actual complete case filled with display case would really be something that would be sought after if it's complete. So I, you know, I don't, I don't the, collect that stuff, but when the salesman used to show up with all of, Hey, mm -hmm. look, you need, you need to get some of these, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, Okay. You know, for your shop or whatever. I guess that's what it's from. Yeah. Back in the olden days when the sales dudes had to go from shop to shop, I guess. Right. This, I guess that still happens though. 
It does happen in some respects. Yeah, it yeah. still happens. There's some sales dudes walking around out there. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> God and we bless them, get... everyone. <laughs> God bless the little children. Yeah. We, we get some sales rep type people from the companies we deal with drop in every once in a while. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's see, Joe. What's what's been going on with you, man? Um, you you mentioned this before, but no one heard it. <laughs> so what? <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you so haven't we, been we, on we in a like while. So what's up? Mm-hmm. Yep, we did six or seven minutes of show before we realized uh, it wasn't actually broadcasting out <laughs> to for whatever reason. But um, yeah, oh, I've been kind of just keeping my nose to the grindstone here. Um, you know, like like normal this time of year, weird, crazy weather. We get spikes in all different directions. We had a bunch of snow and freezing temperatures roll through, and then back and forth, um, the usual. But you know, we're we're still cranking videos out. We're going to keep uh, keep getting them out. We had uh, another one drop the other day, so we're still trying to strive for at least one a week. Um, we're hopefully we're going to push that up as we get here um, in the next uh, month or two. Okay, but we've been pretty pretty consistent on that. Okay, cool. And I saw that you 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 um you did something with the IWI. What are they calling it? The twelve gauge. Uh, the TS twelve. So TS-12. the four TS twelve. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's the black one right over there. Yeah. And I've got the older uh, SAR five five six version yeah. right next to it for a size comparison. Right. I mean, this shotgun looks massive. Um, you know, in pictures and in video, uh, mm-hmm. even when I'm holding it in the video, it looks massive. But when you put them side by side, um, other than not the, the height difference, they're very similar in size. Uh, it's not that far off in weight. Um, it just, it's like an optical illusion. It just looks massive, but when you're actually using it, handling it, it isn't as big as it seems. It's weird. It's, it's hard to describe because, um, I had a buddy of mine, Gunrunner219, who's in some of our videos. He um, uh, he was commented on that uh, on that same perspective, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like you know yeah. you see. Yeah. So you're saying you're saying <clears throat> when it's in hand, it's not as big as it seems. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> hopefully correct. that's not what not that, hopefully that's not what she said but okay yeah no that's true okay that's so slow. well it it looks if you side by side there it, the shotgun looks mm-hmm. thicker it's 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 thicker yeah it does. Yeah. yeah so yeah so i put up some i put up some pictures um in the video that i did that give a little bit of better comparison than probably this webcam is going to do. Mm-hmm. But when you're, when you're looking at it kind of side by side here and we'll try and, I mean, that's, it's really like the this. tubes, right? It's really, from what I can mm-hmm. see, it's really the tubes that's yeah. creating that optical illusion, I think. Yeah, exactly. So the, the tubes create that optical illusion. And then when you stack these two in front of each other, it's really only the, the height difference this way kind of it's gonna be hard to tell on the thing mm-hmm. uh, the, the only real the only real difference right here is the how far much further the grip protrudes mm-hmm. that's the only real thing of note i would say so mm-hmm. um this is no way is this going to fit in a standard case or anything like that um it's way too uh, high i guess probably the, the best way to put it mm-hmm. but the rest of it is not that big it's not as it's not as bulky and awkward as it would seem, especially when you get these two guys side by side, you start seeing the difference. It's like, eh, it's not that much bigger. Mm-hmm. And it seems like we have, okay, so there's three tubes, right? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so three tubes, how many re- like uh, regular size uh, shells could you get in each tube? What's the capacity? So for, so for uh, two and three quarter shells, the standard shells, you get uh, five per tube. And for three inch, you get four per tube. 
So you're looking at 15 plus one or 12 plus one, depending on if you're using two and three quarter or three inch shells. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just rotates in either, you can rotate in either direction. You can load it from either side. Um, it's mostly ambidextrous right now. They can't, you, there's, it's cut so that you could swap sides on it, mm -hmm. but they're still working on the bolt and bolt carrier group to be able to do that. So yeah, that's going to be at some point. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, Joe has a video out on this. I know there's uh, several videos coming out. Please go check out 13C Gun Reviews on YouTube. He has a video. Go check it out. I think it's a good video. I noticed in there you remove the charging handle, and it kind of like flips over to the other side or something. Yeah, so the charging handle, it's actually pretty easy to remove. If, if you just pull on it, it won't come out, but if you give it a nice hard tug, it'll pull right out. And you can switch it over to the other side if you want, or the main reason for pulling this out, you could use a different tool if you wanted to, but you know, on the fly, you can use it to adjust your gas setting. Okay. So it's got a high, it's got a high and low brass setting on here, mm -hmm. and then switching it back and forth will allow you to uh, shoot, you know, uh, like birdshot versus shooting three-inch magnums. Okay, and and Walter, I don't know if you've uh, if you've got some questions here. I think we both got a chance to handle this at at Shot Show. Was it Shot? Yeah, I think Shot Show. Um, yeah, the beginning I, of the I, year, I think, I want to say. If I, uh, I don't know if I got a chance to actually touch it because uh, I have a feeling there was a crowd around when it was out there. Because so. it was new at shot, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, most of the ones were – I don't know if they actually had any that weren't prototypes, actual firing ones that were on display in the actual booth. I think they only had a couple of them that were at the range and they weren't able to get them back and defiring pin approved. I don't, I don't remember, mm -hmm. but I think most of the ones that were on display, at least, uh, that I recall seeing were all, uh, non-firing ones. Yeah. Original. Yeah. And I, I, I know I did get a chance to handle it. If it wasn't, was it, no, it was definitely shot show. And like you said, man, it seems like it's this big, huge thing, but when you actually handle it, it doesn't seem, doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm getting, I'm getting caught up in that, but whatever. It, yeah. <laughs> so, so it doesn't. So keep in mind, this is a regular, this is classified as a standard shotgun. So it has an 18 and a half inch barrel in here. Yeah. And for an overall length, this size with an 18 yeah. inch barrel, this thing is, uh, this thing is basically about the same size as, uh, you know, lengthwise as a uh, regular Tavor. Yeah. What um, kind of weight are you dealing with much. there? I know ev everyone right now is saying like, check your six says, damn, that looks like a star Wars gun. <laughs> We've got uh, Kathleen music lover says that's one massive shotgun. <laughs> uh, Brick says Mandalorian guns. <laughs> Yeah, this, yeah. This, this, this does look like a sci-fi gun. It, it it a little bit reminds me of uh, something from Starship Troopers as well. Mm -hmm. um, Weight-wise, this thing comes in right at nine pounds. Nine so pounds. not you know it's not it's not outrageous. And considering if you're gonna be shooting three-inch shells through it, which I don't know, I I just figure shoot three full full two and three-quarter inch. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, loads through it. But if you do want to shoot three inch shells through it, you are not going to be disappointed. It's got a little bit of heft to it because three, you know, if, if you've ever shot three inch shells, you know, full powered slugs, um, buckshot, there's a massive amount of recoil there. So, um, you know, having that extra weight, I know that I only put a couple boxes of three inch shells through this. Uh, almost everything I did was two and three quarter, but there's just it's i would say it's a little more manageable than most three inch uh chambered guns that i've shot but man yeah. there's still a ton of recoil in those three inch yeah cody milbacher wants to know wait hold on i think i'm saying his name wrong cody <clears throat> milbacher wants to know what's the price 
price on this is, I want to say MSRP is about 1300 bucks, okay. roughly 1300. Um, I do not, I don't want to misquote. I want to say I saw one on gun broker, uh, somebody, some dealer put up a bunch of them for like 1200 each starting bid. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the, I'm not sure where that's going to origin initial, uh, finally shake out, but I would assume with around $1,300 MSRP, it'll drop at least 200 bucks once the newness weighs off. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That'll probably come down here um, in a little bit. Brian Quick says, what's the practical application for a bullpup shotgun? It still has a range of 25 yards at best. Shotguns are fight stoppers, but kind of specialized weapon heavy as well. That's his comment. I'm going to let, I'm going to let that sink in for everyone before I get into it. And, and, um, you know, if, if you or Walter want to jump in there and answer that first, go ahead. Sure. So, so one of the, one of the things I mentioned earlier was it's an 18 and a half inch barrel in here, right? Mm -hmm. Eight, so 18 and a half inch barrel shotgun has a longer range than 25 yards. Yeah. Right? This, uh, you know, there are shorter, you know, either AOWs or Walter makes an amazing, uh, a short barrel shotgun. Or mm -hmm. I, I don't, do you still make them? I don't remember. Oh, uh, right at the moment we're not making them, but yeah, yeah. we did a seven inch and ten inch. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So and and those are going to have obviously reduced range with seven mm -hmm. and ten inch barrels. But mm -hmm. with an eighteen and a half inch barrel, this is going to do virtually anything that you can think about. So in the video that I did, um, I did. I'm trying to remember what. Anyway, uh, in the video I went through some different things where I zeroed it in at. Um, I zeroed this at fifty yards. Um, which is what also what IWI recommends is zeroing at 50 yards. Mm -hmm. And I went from shooting slugs at 50 yards and buckshot at 50 yards to going right out and shooting skeet uh, with this um, as well. So mm -hmm. um, practical application, anything you can think you would do with a shotgun, you can do with this. It has interchangeable chokes. It takes Benelli-style chokes. Mm -hmm. So you can put uh, a bread and Benelli-style chokes. So you put whatever choke you want in there um, as cool. well. So. Put that twelve so, gauge, uh, that twelve gauge uh, suppressor up on that bad boy from uh, Silencer Call. I've seen, I've seen somebody, um, I've seen a picture with one on there. My only thought for that is, and we'll take this off of here. My only thought on that is, and I would have to see it in person. You are going to be running with this factory rail on here, and I would bet since this changes out so easily, somebody's going to make a. Uh, Somebody's going to wind up, uh, this thing catches on. Somebody will wind up making a different rail. It's got this mm -hmm. tiny polymer rail on the front. You can pull it yeah. off and you can see the, you know, your inside notches for the choke mm -hmm. there. But um, where the threads stop and where the cut on this is, how it angles up and out a little bit at the bottom, mm -hmm. that actually has me wonder if you're going to be able to fully seat a, sil uh, fully yeah. seat a silencer on there or not. Hmm. And I am... I'm not sure about that. So I need to find out more information on that. I haven't, I don't have access to one right now. Um, mm -hmm. so I haven't been able to try it, mm -hmm. but, um, this little forward cut here makes me wonder if it's going to be able to seat all the way. And obviously you just take a Dremel to it and cut it off. If it was that important to you. Right. And I would assume somebody, I would assume once this thing takes off, somebody's going to make a replacement rail for this. Cause it just, it just makes sense that, yeah. that you know, I don't know. I, I, that, that's my gut. Yeah. I wonder if they've done any short barrel shotgun versions of these. Yeah, we, we saw when you had that handguard off. Yeah. All, all's left is mag tube. So if you uh -huh. go shorter, then you're going to go shorter mag tube and you're kind of. Yeah, yeah. It gets to the point where it's Defeating like. Defeating the purpose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could go. To, yeah. 
got that big action back there when you know shooting five or six rounds or nine rounds or something. I mean, yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, but the rotating tubes, you could still get a you know. So let's say you had like two, even if you had just two shots in each tube, you still. That's only you six. Know, yeah, you still got six. You might as well have a, you might as well have a five ninety Mossberg. Yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, okay. I mean, I, I, I just. I know. I know. Up? Just yeah. Just thought experimentation. Just thought okay. experimentation. You could have an integral suppressor. Oh, mm -hmm. true. Good they, idea. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, Rocky Mountain yeah. Bear says, um, "Yeah, that's the shoddy I've been asking you guys about." So I guess he, I guess Rocky Mountain Bear has been asking us about this all week, and we've been ignoring him for the last three <laughs> weeks. He says, uh, three two, or for the last week, three tubes, perfect for home defense, birdshot, buckshot, then slugs." Um, did you, you? You said you got a chance to test the slugs out, right? I did, yeah, yeah, and that's actually what I zeroed in with with slugs. So I used um, Federal, Fiocchi, um, Winchester, Remington, and S&B. Of note, the S&B uh, slugs that I used, they're two and three-quarter inch, but um, and I can't remember the exact name off them, but they have just a little bit of extra casing in them. They're about mm -hmm. two millimeters long, the casings, if you, stat if you put them side by side. I, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this on some of the S&B ones. Mm -hmm. um, so you can actually only fit four rounds of two and three-quarter inch S&B in here. So if you see like a good deal on S&B, high brass, um, uh, be it buckshot or slugs, keep in mind you may be buying the, some that are just a little bit longer in length. I haven't noticed a difference in my Mossberg uh, 500, let's say, but in this, uh, trying to get that last round, that extra two millimeters, you know, when you start stacking them up over them, yep. keeps you from putting the fifth round in here. So uh, stick with Federal, Winchester, Remington, and Fiocchi would be my suggestion there. Okay, cool. I'm trying to um, trying to scroll back through here and see. Okay, Clover Tack, um, are you are you avoiding Clover Tack? He says Joe has I, been ignoring me. Answer your emails, bro. That's from CloverTech. I, 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 I know. I know. I feel bad. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to be on CloverTech's podcast uh, at some point in the future. Um, mm -hmm. Let's let's knock that out next week sometime. Give me a date next week, yeah. sometime in the afternoon next week. Yeah. Give me a date, and we'll make it happen. Or evening, yeah. evening this, would maybe be better. In my travels, I've learned there's one thing, you know, one kind of uh, creature you don't want to piss off, and that is a country um, leprechaun. You don't want to, you don't and, want there's, to and there's so many of those around. Too, so. <laughs> you don't want, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't so, want so, those little. So, 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 somebody, so somebody's commenting in uh -huh. here about okay. uh, taking, taking shots past 25 yards. Mm -hmm. A uh, couple other comments on this, uh, like justifying for self-defense and other things. Mm -hmm. So some of the thoughts are, you know, um, generally speaking, I don't use a shotgun for self-defense. Mm -hmm. I'm either going to use a handgun or preferably a rifle if I can get my hands on one carbine, you know, mm -hmm. uh, something like that, you know, five, five, six pistol. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I want the rounds and I want the distance. I want the accuracy. Um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things, but, um, you know, taking shots at longer distances, right? I mean, pe people hunt deer with buckshot at distances greater than, you know, like 25, right? So mm -hmm. you can, this is going to do pretty much anything any other shotgun is going to do. It's just mm -hmm. going to give you a little bit more rounds for it. So yeah. that's, uh, there's that, you know, thought to keep in mind if you want to go take a bird hunting or whatever. I mean, obviously the problem there is you'd have to plug all these tubes because I think most states yeah. restrict you to how many <laughs> rounds, not just how many rounds you put in it, but how many it can actually hold. So Some places, that, like but, hunting, it's like three. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just that, that, that stuff just blows my mind. But, you know, I, I guess, sure. Um, 
it, in any event, there are some justifiable times where you may need to use this past mm-hmm. that. You know, out here on the farm, we have, you know, coyote issues and everything else. Again, I'd be bringing a rifle, generally mm-hmm. speaking, not a shotgun. Because, um, I, I yeah. mean, I like this as a cool shotgun, but I'm not really a shotgun guy. I only have a handful of shotguns. Um, and most, most of the time, I use those for shooting clays. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just... That's that, that's just my thing. But I mean, as far as you know, taking shots from further. I mean, I know, I know plenty of people who shoot and hunt with shotguns. Some states, can, some yeah. states, all you can do is deer hunt with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, uh, shotgun season is longer than rifle season. Rifle season here is only like I think two two weekends, something like it's something ridiculous. I don't know. I don't, I don't hunt uh, rifle season here. Um, everything that I hunt, well, the majority of stuff that I hunt here are predators and stuff like that. And I do it here on my farm and the rules are different for, for, uh, agricultural, uh, people who own agricultural property are doing, you know, either crop depredation, you know, there, there's a different, anyway, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to say the wrong thing off the top of my head here and right. give somebody the wrong idea and get them in trouble. In any event, 99% of the time I'm out here shooting coyotes. So, and for that year round, 24 hours a day, I can use whatever gun I want. Yeah, to I mean, there. and there's, there's no, no round. There's limit. nothing wrong with milkshaking a coyote. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> I remember, I remember that, uh, brother's keeper. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of that YouTube channel. Um, your brother's keeper. He's uh, he's a law enforcement, but he has a YouTube channel. He's been around. I know he's like supported my videos. He's been doing videos longer than me. Anyway, I remember a while back he had this question in regards to the KSG, where someone was like, "Oh, you know, I saw in this video game that you know that's only good at twenty five yards or something." And he did some. I, I, he was shooting at over a hundred yards, but. You know, um, it really depends on the on different situations and things you're in, where you are. See, some people live in some states where you you can't necessarily go get um, an AR-15. I know that sounds mm-hmm. ridiculous, <laughs> you know, because yeah. it is ridiculous and it shouldn't be like that. So there's lots of different reasons why you can have these. And yeah, you know what? Shotguns can actually kick some pretty serious ass. So, they are, oh, yeah. you know, it, 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 there's a reason why the shotgun has endured, um, especially 12 gauge. Somebody was asking uh, in the chat what the difference between high and high brass and low brass is. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, uh, for is it money for for, for this, for this oh. yeah, money, uh, but power, <laughs> yeah. So like power. like typically oh, okay. typically bird shot typically bird shot shells um, are going to be low brass, and then things like slugs yeah. and buckshot will be high brass, and it's basically just the amount of powder that's in the cartridge, the load, the weight stuff like that so high brass is going to be more powerful um low brass is going to be less yeah BB yeah less. i mean like, duck duck loads and geese loads are high brass like bird shot or you know that kind of stuff or like some of the pheasant loads and stuff like that are higher yeah more power yeah. but yeah yeah first you get the money then you get the power then you get the beaches <laughs> Uh, the beaches. You guys never heard that one. So I guess. don't. So don't. You guys don't. don't. I, I, that, 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 that's classic Montana right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, what is it? What is the one? Um, wait a second. Is the the cheap stuff you get at Walmart is low or high? That's usually low. low. That's the, usually the cheap low. Stuff is low. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's usually low. low. Yeah, exactly. And then there's some there's some some shotguns out there. Uh, mostly uh, like the high end ones I found don't like that low stuff. So <laughs> well, they don't like the yeah. cheap low stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So 
the good news about this is there was a slight break. In the manual, it says there's a break-in period uh, mm-hmm. for low brass. Um, I found um, out of my first 50, uh, 50 shells, two out of the 50 of the seven and a half uh, uh, didn't fully cycle all the way back, so they ejected, but they didn't push it quite far enough back to pick up the next round. Um, since then, there hasn't been any issues. So That's on the bad. on the, on yeah. the L setting, this thing has run uh, the next. We put another five or six boxes through it of various manufacturers of seven and a half and up, and there were no issues. So okay. uh, it was nice that this thing on low will actually cycle. Now, what I did, uh, what I did wind up doing was uh, figuring out that you can run the two and three quarter inch uh, buck and uh, slugs on the high gas setting, and it will still cycle reliably. And that actually uh, knocked down the recoil a decent amount on this. Uh, kicking it up because in the manual it says three inch or high, two and three quarter low. But honestly, in, from my experience, it still cycled fine on high, even with uh, you know those other two and three quarters. So yeah. that was nice. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, somebody made a comment about how this thing was was kicking me around, and uh, yeah, on those on those three inch shells, I mean, I am moving a lot. Yeah. And that's, right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I a mean, big guy. I mean, Joe, I'm a, Joe I'm is bony ass. Yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> right. he's he needs yeah, some I'm, tactical I'm, I'm, fat, yo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, you got it good. <laughs> you got it good. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't complain, Joe. <laughs> you know, it's not so, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get, cause I have some questions, but let me just quickly stop. Yeah. To interject mm-hmm. uh, this comment because it has to do with my hair. It's Wednesday. That's usually when I get the mohawk uh, sliced up. Uh, Not five zero says Hank that mohawk is tall. Looks awesome. Thank you very much. Been been trying to you know trying to get it up there for shot show. Obviously, it's coming up. So you know we gotta get. I know that had nothing to do. <laughs> that had nothing to do at all with the uh, tab twelve, right? Uh, is that what it is? Tab twelve or yeah, a tab. Uh, was is it tab twelve? I don't know. I already forgot the name of it. Hey, yeah, what's that? Oh, this. Yeah, TS twelve. TS twelve. TS twelve. See, Sorry. yeah. Um, the the mohawk is getting longer. The brain is getting shorter. shrinking, shrinking. Um, so so which what gun out there do you think the TS twelve competes with? In your opinion, I'm curious too. Uh, I don't know. You can you can um, chime in here, Walter, were, if you think it competes with something. Yeah, go ahead. Go is, ahead, Joe. There is another road. There is another Rotary magazine uh, shotgun out there. Uh, are you talking I, about the six twelve or the six twelve yeah, one like or M- diff- No. Oh, you're talking about like an older M- one. No, there's yeah. a there's one current that's Rotary. Maybe that's yeah, that six twelve you're talking about. I guess I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, that, it's got yeah. four tubes instead of three. I think, right? Yeah. Isn't that isn't that, isn't that more like, like a cylinder? Tubes. Well, that's more like a cylinder from a revolver, the six twelve. I think. Uh, no, it's got. No, a long some, there is there is something else. If anyone knows what the yeah. other, there is another. I can't, I can't remember. Um, uh, Len Holt says Hank going for that fluffy look. Fluffy. Uh, yeah, when I get my haircut, you know, it's, this is it, yeah, this is what we do when we get the haircut. We don't get the chance to put the uh, the natural berries and juices in with the haircut. SRM twelve sixteen. SRM SRM twelve sixteen. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that one up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I I think that would probably be one of the what would be probably kind of kind of close sort of um i mean for for the for the overall design 
Not necessarily. I mean, as, as far as at least in the current market, what people think of, um, is that my new? experiences with like, what's that? Is the SRM twelve sixteen new? No, it's been out for a while. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been out for a, I think a long time actually. I don't remember how long. It's been out for a while. I mean, I think right now in the current market, um, you know, the KSG has had a big and a, a, you know, it's it's not obviously there's not a rotating drum. It's not you know you've got semi-automatic gear stuff like that. But I mean, as mm-hmm. far as what this is going to kind of encroach upon uh, DP twelve. Um, somebody just commented in there. Um, that's going to be, uh, that's, I, the DP 12, I had, um, I spent some time with the DP 12. That's from standard arms, standard, is it standard arms, standard, you know, standard manufacturing. manufacturing, yeah, standard manufacturing. Standard manufacturing. Mm-hmm. yeah and that was kind of neat to mess around with. I played with one a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, Several people comment about mini shells. No, this will not work with mini shells. There's no way to uh, do a convert in the side here. And somebody else also, while we're talking about shells, uh, talked about topping it off while you're on the go. Mm-hmm. I kind of covered that a little bit in the video. You can load from either side. So you can load shells into this side, into this tube, or from this side into this tube. Well, that's cool. Um, so, so you can top off as you go. Yeah. It's my suggestion that when you rotate, if, you're, if your left hand is on the forearm, you rotate it kind of away and out like that. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to bring that empty, the empty tube down onto your same left side support hand so that you can then start loading that tube, um, as opposed to rotating it in the other direction. And then you, you know, you would be more difficult because you'd have to take your firing hand off the firing grip to load it. So Mm -hmm. that's my thought process there on it. Um, and I kind of go over that in the video as well, a little bit, just kind of a very simple manual of arms. I need to use this a lot more and get more comfortable with it. But of the several, you know, few few to several hundred yeah. rounds we put through it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if you would really put this in the thing with the DP12. I know you kind of pump that once. It loads up both both uh, tubes, mm-hmm. and then you could pull the trigger once, shoot one barrel, pull the trigger again, shoot the other barrel. This is this yeah. is uh, different from that, I think. Um, and the DP12 is uh, mostly aluminum, so or aluminium. Mm-hmm as uh, Richard Maunder would say. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm not really sure what this would be in the category of, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's covering, you know, I mean, as far as if you really wanted to use a shotgun for self-defense, I think this would be a great option uh, if you were choosing a shotgun, sticking with a shotgun pattern. Um, you know, cause it's it's going to give you the compactness that you're still going to get a full size shotgun, uh, and not be you know not be hindered by you know the government mm-hmm. regulations on the eighteen and a half inch barrel plus the regular overall length. So yeah, uh, Richard Hughes gave us a couple of bucks here. He says still waiting for the Hank Ten discount for standard manufacturing. Uh, Richard Hughes, <laughs> uh, don't hold your breath on that one. Good luck. Yeah, that's that's what I would say the, to you. As they say nowadays, <laughs> may the force be with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, good luck on that. Uh, by the way, everyone out there, we've got close to 100 people watching. Smash the thumbs ups. We've only got like 54. Come on, help us get to 100. Okay, what's this that Walter's coming out with here? Okay, Joe. 12 gauge is for pussies. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is a 10 gauge Winchester. Yeah. 1901 Winchester, I believe it is. Uh huh. Or 1903. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's uh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's um, I'm just, I'm just kidding about yeah. the pussy thing.
What know, about about you, the you about the JJ? Yeah, no, never mess around. Never yeah. ever. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, it was stored improperly. I didn't do it. Somebody else did. Got a little rusty. But I'm pro- we're probably me and Babyface P are probably going to restore this thing a little bit and mm-hmm. get it back a little bit of its glory. But yeah, yeah, these things are uh, in good condition. Are very valuable. But mm-hmm. um, but um. You've seen like in Terminator, right? You know, he's riding, Schwarzenegger's riding, and then he flips the shotgun around on the on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a 10-gauge or a 12 that they used in the movie, but... Um, yeah, um, Richard Hughes says, uh, is that what Arnold had in T2? Uh, Looks like it, but yeah. just to cut down on one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. like I said, I'm not sure if it was a 12 or a 10. Um, the yeah. 12-gauge guns you can buy now... Um, Chinese ones, and then you can get the ones that I think Cimarron, or I think they sell them. That right. they're finished a lot better than the Chinese ones for sure. Yeah, Chris Bellis yeah. Bullis says that's cool, Walter. Uh, let's yeah. see, let's see who else we got going on here. Uh, yeah, I was so tempted to cut this thing down to like eighteen inches, yeah. make a little, uh, make a chopper. Make yeah. it into a chopper, but uh, yeah, that will um, actually be cool. By the way, shout out to BWE Firearms, he's out there. Shout out to him. And here's a comment uh, Jason St. Pierre says, How did Caltech not release a semi auto KSG yet? Hmm, hmm, who knows? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if I don't know if Joe wants to take that one on. <laughs> I don't know if uh. uh <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I yeah. Trying to speculate course, on what Caltech is up to. Good luck to you. Good yeah. luck. All right. Good now, luck trying to speculate on what Caltech's up to. So now that you brought up the subject of Caltech, mm-hmm. where's that advertisement at? Has anybody else seen this advertisement? Where is it? It's oh. on the Truth About Guns at the very top. Truth For about a good guns. Time. It looks like this homie, guns. homie hillbilly redneck looking dude. Uh-huh. That says for a good time call, and it's got the little Keltex 22 pistol. Oh, I but don't see on the that. I don't of, see that in my thing. You don't see it? No. On this, uh, on the top of this homie's hat, it looks like he's got one of those uh, raccoon penis bone things. Oh yeah, I definitely can't see this. It, it didn't. Pop, it isn't popping up on the Truth About no. Guns. No, I'm on the Truth About Guns, but it's not popping up on my uh, my thing for whatever reason. <laughs> Maybe it's revo- screened out on mine. I just yeah. I just hit the re- I just uh, refreshed and it's still there. It's on the top and the side also. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, for yeah. whatever reason, it's not opening up on mine. I might have closed that out or something. Yeah, Keltec does that kind of thing with their marketing. Another one of those innovative uh, advertisements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see it either, but I run ad blocker and stuff. So oh, yeah, um, yeah. If someone has an actual link to that, let's see. Is it? It might be on Caltech's website. Hold on, let me see if I can find it on Caltech's website. Listen, I think Caltech makes cool things. They're not going to make everything you want. You know, but that's the awesomeness of other companies. You know, capitalism. Uh, you know, <laughs> I. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm. I have no problem with shotguns, but it gets mm-hmm. to a point with some of this stuff. It's like, really, do I need it that much shotgun? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how big is too much? You know, mm-hmm. um, or how bulky is too much? I guess. You know, mm-hmm. I guess it would. Can you get it done with a 
regular old pump your shotgun versus I don't know. Is that advertising for their shotgun? No, it's advertising for their new little twenty two pistol. Okay, so that's for the new pistol. Okay. Yeah. The P seventeen. Huh. huh. Okay, so hold on, let me see. It might be let me search see if I could find it. Uh Keltec P seventeen. For a good time call. For a good time. Okay. Let's see if we could find it here. There must be a video or something like that that we could find. Um, I know there was there was someone um, did a review of that gun and they had an issue with it. Um, oh yeah, it couldn't it didn't run. Yeah. Um, okay, I still can't about, find it. Uh -huh. Truth about guns did it actually. One of, one of their guys. Yeah. So no, I don't see that. But listen, here's the thing. Like even with that P17, when I, you know when we get our hands on one, we'll I'm do something. Same thing with it. I am actually interested in this uh, TS. This TS12 from IWI, I would, uh, you know, if I can get my hands on one, buy one, or whatever, then we'll do some stuff on it. Um, I like bullpups, and I like going through these different kind of options. I know there's, you know, there's lots of different things out there, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see if I so. see it on my Mac here. Yeah, I don't see it. Someone said you've been looking at a lot of Caltech stuff. That's why you're getting it. Nope, it's showing up on my Mac, man. Oh, okay. Right on the top of it, yeah. Oh, I'll. Uh, okay. I don't know if it'll make it. God, it's like in the. It's yeah. It's like. Mm -hmm. Can't miss uh, it. They must be yeah. paying big dollars for that one. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what else we. So Admiral Medjay, let's see here. I don't know if we want to switch gears a little bit. Ad Admiral yeah. Medjay says, "Bro, I'm so pissed off. My Mac 10 got a defective safety lever. That's scary." What do you guys think I should stop using it immediately or what? Your Mac 10? Yeah. Is, uh, is uh, well, it depends what you're doing with your Mac. I guess. I don't know. I mean, um, Mac 10 semi-auto? Mac 10 machine gun? I'm going to assume it's a semi-auto. Semi yeah. Uh, if the safety doesn't work and you're worried about it, talk to the company. Don't mess with the gun. Yeah, I mean, if it's... You know, don't, if don't it's, run the uh, risk. If it's a newer one, yeah. If it's an old school one, you're kind of out of luck on the on the company talking to. You got to fix it yourself. But um, yeah, well, does it, do, you, do you know what the fix is for that? Uh, not without looking at it, no. Mm -hmm. Nope. Okay. Have to see it. Mm -hmm. Probably something really simple. I would think. Because yeah. uh, Mac tens are not very complicated. Okay. <laughs> And uh, this goes back to, let me see here, we've got um, Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike says, hey, talking shotguns, I finally shot my replaced Black Aces Tactical um, S, S by S, S X S or something like that. Side and it was amazing. Side. Yeah. Huh? Side by side. side. By okay. Side. Yeah. So there you go. And he says it was amazing. Cool. Cool. So... Did That's you awesome. see on the Truth About Guns, I believe it was, where ATF had to pay uh, one of their employees that they harassed $450,000, the guy that had the, they call it Nazi tattoo on his arm? Yeah, I was, oh uh, yeah, I was going to actually talk about that. Let's see, we could throw it up right now. Is that a Nazi, I guess, is that yeah. a Nazi tattoo? Uh, what is, what is, yeah, it all depends what you call Nazi, I what guess. It looks like, oh, it's like the, the story. yeah, ATF to pay employee 450000 over harassment. 
by a supervisor with a Nazi tattoo. That's it, an eagle. Is it SS yeah, that's on like the, the German like eagle. Well, it, yeah, it has yeah. the thunderbolts, which I guess can yeah. be an SS. SS. Yeah. No, it's not uh, SS. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Well, you, you you think he'll have a lovely time now at ATF working? Yeah, he'll get a good assignment, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah, like he's a supervisor. The, it looks like a supervisor for the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives in Seattle is receiving four hundred fifty thousand dollars settlement after complaining of racial harassment from a co-worker with a Nazi tattoo. Oh, co-worker harassment. Uh, okay. Yeah, Cheryl Bishop, a senior supervisory agent who is black, complained of harassment from Bradley Devlin, the Bureau's uh, resident agent in charge in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, Devlin has a German Eagle SS lightning, lightning bolt tattoo. He says he got uh, infiltrating a white supremacist biker gang in Ohio. Okay, so he was a, he was a police officer... Oh, you know, undercover, yeah, and so he had to get that. Um, oh, well. And I guess they, they could, he couldn't get it removed. Uh, I'm confused. So, yeah, so there's, yeah. Interesting, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, who, you know, listen, got, good for her. Good for her. She got some money. I don't know if okay. that's such a good thing for us who are paying for it. <laughs> you know, maybe they oh. should shut down the ATF, I think. <laughs> I think that's probably the best way to go because it's yeah. not like ATF is really paying us fee. It's the taxpayers. It's you and I who are paying. Right, us. right. Yeah, maybe we shut down the ATF. We won't have any more. No more harassment or anything like no, that. No more but, harassment. Problem, yeah. problem solved. Yeah, so. yeah. How about that? That works for me. I don't know about you, Walter. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not sure. I would have to read through that. To be honest with you, uh, to read through, I would have to read through that whole story and see like what the you know what the deal is but it looks like he if he has that for i mean what, what i don't even know man like i don't know what the I, correlation I, is with these things because look if you look at the swastika and i'm i don't like neo-nazis or anything like that the swastika was stolen from the indians it's stolen yeah. from somebody probably before the indians actually yeah yeah so <laughs> part, I mean, part of it goes back to i think it's either the mayans or the incans i can't even remember yeah where yeah we're. so um, and let's say even if those things um, have negative uh, symbolism to them, and it looks like in that picture he had to actually well, like take off his jacket, roll up his sleeves in order for you to see that. I don't. I don't think the tattoo had anything to do with this suit. Yeah. Um, he just happened to have it. Mm -hmm. um, it was. Uh, do you guys uh, think she's going to buy some guns with this money? Oh, he expressed okay his. He expressed his opinion about Bishop's qualifications. Oh. So that's that's what. Ah, yes. Okay. Well, no comment. I'm not going to comment. Um, people are pushed ahead because of their... Mm -hmm. Anyways, so, yes. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that, that, theoretically, that would be some hardcore dedication to actually get a permanent tattoo just to infiltrate a biker gang on a... Yeah. Well, but it, you know, it I just, does. I, I, I don't know. If you yeah. don't, I, I don't know. You're I, not going to be part of the gang. So. Yeah. So well, that's yeah, the thing. But, I, I mean, mean, give me, give me a different assignment, right? I mean, you know, I'll, let me go infiltrate the barbershop choir quartet. <laughs> I'll wear one of them, them, them hats and some suspenders, right? I'll do that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're out loud here. Um, is like, there, is there, a, is there a gay Nazi uh, biker group? There could be, probably. 
I don't know. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. So in all seriousness, when these guys go undercover with these biker gangs, they go, they, they have to go deep. Cover. They have to go deep cover. I remember one time I was in Arizona and I was going to a gun shop, going into a shop that I, I knew the guys I was driving through. And I was like, hey, I'll stop by the shop. And so I pulled up there and I'm walking in and there's a biker gang. There's like a biker guy. He looks like, a, like he's in a gang. Right, and he's walking up behind me, and he goes, "What's up, Hank?" And I was like, "Dude, who the hell is this?" <laughs> you know, I never saw this guy in my life, and he was going into the store behind me, and I'm all like, "Okay, is, is some shit about to go down? What is happening?" And he's just talking to me like normal, but you know, so the people in the store actually knew the guy, and he realized that I'm just like, "Okay, what, what's the deal with you?" And he goes, hey, I know I look like a like I'm in a biker gang, but I'm actually undercover. He had like two different sets of ID on him. He had a bunch of tattoos and stuff like that. And when you go undercover, I mean, you you know, they they're gonna rub your tattoos to see whether or not that's real. <laughs> see if it's real. Yeah. So I, I I theoretically, I'm sure the ATF had to vet this girl. Who knows, man? I don't know. Maybe they don't vet I, people. I, 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 I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> my, my main my my main comment was on. I yeah. just I can't imagine that I would be so into that job as to want to get a. I mean, and and, and I have tattoos, right? But yeah. I can't imagine I would be so into that job to want to put in, regardless of you know that tattoo or whatever tattoo it would be to get into whatever gang it would be. Um, I just. Well, yeah, I, man. I can't wrap my mind around, you know, yeah. and and I I don't know what what their normal undercover salary is, but you know what, seventy five, eighty five grand a year, you know, whatever. I mean, it's not like it's probably not I, enough. You know, what you get get a new assignment. I just I can't imagine. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I get there's some people who live for those adrenaline rushes and they want that thing. I just, man, I just I can't yeah. wrap my mind around wanting to do something, not taking the risk, but the to to I just. Yeah. I don't know. And then afterwards, when you're done with the assignment, especially if you're now writing a desk, how do you not get a cover up? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I, I don't know. None of that makes sense to me. Yeah. I have no idea what's, what really happened there. We honestly, we don't know. That's between them. Yeah. 450,000 bucks. Um, I'm wondering if, uh, I'm wondering and if. And you can't get you and you, and you can't get a, uh, you can't get a transfer done with it, with it. Takes months to get a transfer, but they, <laughs> and no money to upgrade any systems. But they got money yeah. to pay out for that. Stuff. Well, yeah. Let's go back to the original thing. We need to just shut that ATF down. No more racism, because I think the ATF is being racist against all of us. That's my <laughs> personal opinion. <laughs> you know, so, so we are being I, discriminated against for being gun guys by the ATF. <laughs> go ahead. It's true. Have you? Have you you seen the meme going around of uh, I haven't seen the Mandalorian thing, so I don't have Disney Plus, and I really don't want to get it. But um, have you seen the uh, Mandalorian meme where I guess apparently in the show he says weapons are are a part of his religion? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, I have it. And, and of course they meme that all over the place. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now you know. It, it just yeah. Like you know that 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 could be my thing. So, so the leftists are getting all religious now or something or what? Come on. Oh, they're getting mad. <laughs> they they uh, they're getting mad about it. Um, uh, Harry's holster says the local law enforcement around me actually have zero issues with Hell's Angels because they keep all issues internal. 
Um, yeah. And and I know there's some people saying that people like uh, biker dudes are not all like racist or horrible or whatever, which I don't believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah, look, this is just one of those things between these people, for whatever reason, they don't like each other. Um, uh, I can, and this, I can and this, imagine the conversation. So, uh, yeah, this woman had an opportunity here. You know, uh, something went down. The dude had a, um, a Nazi t- tattoo. Her lawyer was like, oh, cha-ching, money got made. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't, I don't I know if that, any of that's going towards guns, but okay. I bet well, there was know. more to it than that. Yeah. Huh? Um, <laughs> I bet there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah. So he he probably um, feels he's done his time and done his stuff, and then what is she doing? Yeah, uh, being the supervisor when she hadn't done any of that probably. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Listen, and and I know there's some people who be like, oh, so what? What if like you know? So if you uh, challenge a black, somebody, a black person was my boss, and he had like a Black Panther, you know, tattoo, and he was harassing me. Am I going to get some money? My answer if to you're white, is, no. Yeah, it's probably no. <laughs> if you're white, probably no. Not. You're not going to. Be, let's talk facts here. If you're white, no. You're not going to. That's not sugar. Reparations. Not, you're supposed to. You're supposed to tough up when you're a white guy. But yeah. if you're what the other is, way around. What man, is that? So what What is that Wakanda thing again? I forgot what the. Uh, what the uh, there was some kind of like Wakanda thing or whatever these guys said, which is funny to me. The okay. fake. The fake African nation. Okay, yes. so well, um, it is, but. Wakanda yeah. is, yes. Yeah, opt out uh, of gun control says he has three silencers in jail right now. And Joe, baby, you were throwing up some silencers, huh? Babyface yeah, got I, a SBR in, in, in limbo, too. Yeah, yeah let's see these. Uh, uh, hopefully hopefully yeah. not too much longer for him. Um, yeah. I know uh, these just cleared um, 10 and a half months, almost 11 months. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. There's was, absolutely uh, no reason for it. Yeah, and Not. you know, I so, well, they, so I had six mm-hmm. in the I had six in the pipeline. One cleared, I think, the first week of October. Then three more cleared the fourth week in October, and I've got two more sitting out there. Um, in addition to all that insanity, how can they at least not clear all of them at the same time? It just it makes no sense to me why they have to treat each one. In, and well, I know why they're I. It makes sense if you look at it from the fact that the only way that they have to track silencers is via the serial number. So when you call up, if you run any questions or anything else, it's always serial number, serial number, serial number. Mm-hmm. And to me, that tells me that they they probably couldn't even batch process these if they wanted to because everything is via um, – uh, via the serial number as opposed to being able to sort it via the person. You know, it, 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 it's like they're making more work for themselves for people who have multiple cans in the pipeline at one time by not approving them all at once. Yeah. And I even, so interestingly enough, when this one cleared, I called them on the day this can cleared. Mm-hmm. And, um, and literally they said, oh, it, you're, you're, they gave me the, uh, the actual approval date as the day I called. And I said, oh, that's awesome. Is there any way I could speak to the examiner? I have, you know, several other cans in the pipeline. Maybe, you know, they'd be able to, you know, put a uh, pendum on there and then, you know, they can clear out several more out of the thing. And I'm like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they ever did it, but their answer was they don't do that anymore. So. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me why they wouldn't want to, especially uh, allegedly how backlogged they are, um, why they wouldn't want to uh, do that. 
Well, I could tell you right now, one of the supervisors is uh, going to have to do some hospital time so he can get his tattoo removed. <laughs> yeah, so right. that every every uh, every black employee, because I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I know you guys probably want to get off this, but I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> every black employee is going to sue that guy. <laughs> Uh, right. That's going to happen. <laughs> There's yeah, just no man. way around that. Like, if, I, if I'm if i working in that office, and then, like, I found out she got 450000 <laughs> we're like, oh, I've, wait a second. I didn't like how he just looked at me with his uh, Nazi tattoo. It's on. It's on. I know that Walter's not. Let me see. Okay, I got to see Walter's face right now because I'm sure he's not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> is that so bad Walter is that, that's terrible right but listen I'm going to be thinking about all the guns I could buy you know what I'm saying like oh I'm going to get me some of that Obama money <laughs> yeah this is the reason look this is a mess it's a mess it's horrible they're not doing anything over there man it's so <laughs> ridiculous so uh uh, Harry Solstice wants to know why we can't pay an expedited fee. While there shouldn't be a fee, tax, etc., under the current laws, it'd be, it'd be nice. Um, it'd be nice, or a card, a card you could apply, pay five hundred to a thousand a year, so you you can walk out with the cans. Um, I don't like having to pay the ATF anything. Why does anything it? Why it does it, it, yeah. No, but back to why in this modern era when you can look up everything. They can find anything they want about you. Go to the DMV and put the, the, po the police stop you. <laughs> Boom! They know everything about yeah. you, right? Yeah, I think is, there's there's no excuse for ATF. None, zero. Forget it. None. Somebody think, like Joe. How many cans you got legally already, Joe? Five, um, six. I have four. Yeah, right now. So they know who yeah, you well, are. Four in, yeah. in possession. In possession, mm -hmm. four and others that are still out there in the pipeline. When we when you, know, you build something, it gets it gets it gets put in. They put that number in the system. They know it's ours by that number. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, all you gotta do is make sure it's actually there. That's the number. Just a Joe guy. Boom. No felonies. Boom. Done. Have a nice day. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, you guys, you're talking to you. You're trying to be logical how, here. How There's the no logic that apply how, how do they do to the government. Check? How Walter, the, do they do a background Walter, check? Walter, there's no logic that applies to the government. Uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm just trying to be me. No, I understand. There's, there's, I understand. No, there's no logic in their excuses why they can't do it. Yeah, uh, the pants says it's to deter you from buying them, which I think is true. Well, okay, you know what? Yeah, they don't give a crap. Originally, absolutely. Yeah, oh, that, yeah that, that you, just, you think about it, originally a silencer used to cost $5. You know, when they passed this tax, a silencer was 5 bucks, and the tax for it was $200. People didn't make two hundred dollars um, sometimes for half a year. Yeah, that was to yeah. discourage people from doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, that was to discourage it. Now it's twenty nineteen. Two hundred bucks. Well, two hundred bucks is two hundred bucks. It's a bump it's in the road. Still, it's a bump right, in the road. Yeah. It's, um. Yeah, listen, That's it's like, still tough to to write that two hundred dollar check. Let's not pretend like it's easy. For oh yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't oh. done, I haven't transferred a lot of my stuff that's in the business to me because I don't yeah. want to drop yeah. two or three grand at one time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it costs money. I mean, you know, you're obviously running a business. Everyone that's got the ability to do that is running. Listen, yeah. this is just like the uh, – what's the airport thing so that you could uh, – Oh, yeah, the pre-check. Yeah. Like the pre-check and the airport thing. This is the ridiculous. I don't with that either. I'm going to pay you, you. <laughs> I'm going to pay you money so that you won't check me. 
you know, or I could get through there more easily. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we talking about here? And then there's people like I don't understand what this, you know, what paying that thing does. Obviously, to some people, it makes it convenient. And I think that's what Harry's talking about. Well, yeah. Yeah. Then Somebody's there's some of us who in. just don't want to pay. Huh? Somebody's trying to j- jump in. Is someone trying to jump into the chat? Yeah. Really? I see somebody's image in the. I don't. Somebody with a. Oh. I, see, somebody a, with a I flat. see a thing in the bottom right that says H O. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Um. Live Hootinator. Was that was that was that the guy who was supposed to be on tonight? Oh yeah, he might be trying to jump in, but yeah. I don't think his audio. Because I, I could see his thing, but he he. Um, your audio is not on properly. Yeah, if you if we hear your audio, Cody, well, then we'll turn it on. Um, after you pay us a fee. Yeah. Yeah. If you pay us a fee, we'll get that. Well, just uh, like eBay, you know. I mean, yeah, uh-oh. I can hear. Yeah, there's something up with your audio, Cody. You might want to restart your computer or something like that. Oh, oh okay, it's pretty Damn, bad. Damn, I don't understand Klingon. Come on now. Come on. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me see. I'm gonna. I I removed it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I removed it. I removed it because yeah, it's making too much noise. Um. Uh, if you yeah. can hear us, Cody, you're gonna have to fix that audio issue. There's obviously something going on there. Um. Yeah. Before you try to come in, <laughs> where were we? <laughs> uh, me too. On tube said it's a dolphin. I heard it. <laughs> um. It sound like a dolphin. Oh. And- yeah. John Gillian said, I got my uh, Solisterco Maxim 9 back. It only took me two and a half months. They said I was lucky. <laughs> yeah, wow, sometimes, that's... something, if you file it all electronically, some of that stuff goes relatively fast. <laughs> but then again, other people wait a year plus sometimes, and I'm like, why? You know, mm-hmm. why? I don't mm-hmm. get it. Um, yeah, it's a cluster at ATF. Allegedly, so, they brought on some new examiners and. They are batch processing things somehow, some way, doing something different right now where people who are filing right now are actually getting their cans approved quicker than people who have had theirs in the pipeline for several months. Hmm. I don't know how accurate that is, but that was the scuttlebutt I heard a few weeks ago hmm. uh, because there were one or two people chiming in that they, don't, they, had, they, they were getting cans back in four or five months. Interesting. I don't know how accurate that is, but if it's, if it's the ATF, it would make sense that rather than Rather than start at the back of the pile, they would just take a new group of people who came in and just start taking new applications in and sending them to them rather than try and divvy up the backlog. But who knows? It, it's it's just it's insane. All, it's to all me. insanity. The, the wait time that was that, that was there. I've got I don't know what am I at nine or ten months now on uh, on at least one other one, and the other one's nine months, eight months. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, but yeah, it's. I think it's all. I, yeah, I honestly think it's all crazy. It's it all is. crazy what we're going through. We had, uh, you know, uh, Richard Maunder here from England. And even though mm-hmm. England, like, they can't have, there's a whole bunch of restrictions that they have. They can have guns, but there's restrictions. Uh, when it comes to suppressors, he says, basically, there's like, a, you pay this one-time thing, and you add everything onto that. Look, we shouldn't have any of this crap. We just shouldn't have any of this crap. That's the way I feel about it. And if we didn't have this, we wouldn't have to worry about what tattoos people have or don't have. Oh, you'd still be it. Yes, you would. Really? Yep. Yeah, we still have to worry about the tattoos. <laughs> you, can, 
You're going to have a hard time closing that box. Yeah. That box we'll has been you. open. The crybaby yeah. box has been open for a long time. It's open now. And it's it's going to be hard yeah. to. It's going to be hard to close it. Yeah. I don't like Wait his a minute, freedom. Doesn't look like a politician. <laughs> What's hey, going on you guys here? Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Oh boy. Oh, here we go. Uh, we got Cody Hooten. <laughs> we got him on. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, because originally when I got the email from Lola, it said December twentieth. So when I got your text today, I was like, uh, what <laughs> today? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I think That's that was good. a. That was a mess up on our part, I'm going to say. Yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah, so hold, hold on. I'll give a hop on a little bit. We don't get too, yeah. too, too deep. I was able to listen to the first 45 minutes of you guys' talk on the way home and, and talk about the, the – uh, Joe, I did watch your Tavor, or the Tavor 12, the review, which was pretty nice. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but I didn't mean to interject too bad. I was just trying to at least join in and see if it would work or not. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you got your audio situation worked out. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I think I just That's had good. the Skype open for too long, and I – it just kept reminding me to join, join, join. And I tried joining, so it just didn't. So I just restarted the computer. Okay, very cool. Um, for for anyone who's listening or watching, so joining us in um, this box down here, this uh, young man here. I don't know how old you are, but you look like uh, definitely younger than us old dudes up here. When, when I get the when I get the baby face going, talking about baby face, <laughs> but people ask me. I've been carded quite a few times over the last couple of years, yeah, I'm so telling that's you. a compliment. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm so twenty eight though. 28. Okay, so this is Cody Hooten, and he's running he's like for, uh, what is it, District 6? Uh, yes, Florida he's a congressional. Position. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you want to just explain to folks out there uh, what you're doing, how they can support you, like your social um, media and stuff like that, so people can go out there and, uh, and, and I follow? I still have quite a few things I'm working on. Mm -hmm. More importantly than not, what takes this to happen time, money, eyeballs, and people money. getting off their ass. Oh, okay. And I was going to say money. It twice. takes a lot. To, I'm not even just talking financially, like mm -hmm. um, just reaching out to enough people that I need to make sure that this is worth my time and money. I mean, obviously, yes, I have nice stuff behind me because I work my ass off where I want. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it's going to take quite an endeavor where I know I'm because our current representative is Michael Wallace, who's a Republican. I know I'm not going to get the GOP ticket. My point is, though, as long as I get on the ballot, that's all I'm concerned about. And just mm -hmm. spreading information in regards to the Constitution where too many Republicans are – a lot of them are weak. And we mm -hmm. all kind of know that. We want to dance around it. I've talked to hundreds of people mm -hmm. whether it's at shooting ranges, in public events, um, uh, my online discussion boards, whether it's Sniper's High, Air15.com, uh, my Facebook ads that I've had through Facebook, which they've offered me free ads or I pay for a couple, and how many I've talked to. I wanted to just make sure it's worth my while. So I haven't officially announced my candidacy yet through the state of Florida because I would have to officially do through them. Mm -hmm. But it, this is where I don't want to get too deep the rabbit hole because I want to inter interrupt you guys' mm -hmm. conversation. No, that's okay. No, I'm happy. Right. I'm happy to help you get some exposure here, Ben. We do need people to challenge uh, not just the Democrats that are out there, but like the established Republicans that are not representing us. So I think that's everyone here is all for that so far as I know. And that's the problem with a lot of people I talk to, though. People mm -hmm. say it, but as soon as they I, I interact with the partisan wall, no matter because I, I talk to both left and right leaning people. I have friends. We all have friends that um, that lean either direction. Mm -hmm. And if I can wrap it up with one thing, or not wrap up, but say one statement: if it's not your constitutional rights, whatever you're talking about at hand is a topic. Now, some people say, yeah, 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 but as soon as I mention, I'm not gonna I'm gonna stonewall and be hard on. The, you know, your First Amendment, Second Amendment, just everything, not just Second Amendment, but all of your rights mm -hmm. that see like things like red flag laws encroach upon people like Matt Gates, 
our one of our uh, congressmen in Florida, uh, Marco Rubio. You know, I I love it, Walter. When uh, whenever you can around and go a uh, little Rubio, <laughs> but uh, but th- people like him, obviously uh, Rick Scott with what he did after the Parkland shooting for the 2018 elections, how close his race was. I have quite a few friends that are manufacturers and dealers that know plenty of people that were 18 to 20 years old that said, "I'm not going to vote for Nelson, but I'm not going to vote for Scott." Mm-hmm. So when I, what I'm getting at is how many people I've talked to, whether if they're hardcore Trumpers, yes, I voted for him. I'm not denying that. Obviously, I'm not saying I want to sink the ship just because of what he's said and done in regards to even just the Second Amendment. But mm-hmm. when I am willing to point out facts and people, especially on the hardcore right, go, oh, you snowflakes and you this, you that. And they they want to say, oh, the facts make you cry. The facts make hurt your feelings in regards to people like my generation that are maybe left leaning. As soon as I say, oh, Trump said and has done this and it's truthful and it's I'm stating things to defend the Constitution. People go, oh, you're wrong. You're, you know, all the names I can be called. I don't care. You can call me whatever you want. The First Amendment states that. But as soon as I state anything, and this isn't for everybody, but I, I, when I talk to hundreds of people and I get enough of it, I'm not playing the sad violin, but I can say this damn much, that if I state anything sometimes against Trump or just the Republican Party in general, people either passive aggressively walk away or they get uppity and they get all tense, just like when they make fun of maybe someone on the left that would, you know, per se be a snowflake. I'm not saying there's not people like that, mm-hmm. but people automatically like cave just because I, God forbid, ins- not insulted, but corrected the president. I don't want to sink the ship. I just want to help correct things. Mm-hmm. So people automatically want to just fold on that. So people want to say what they want to have conversation, but I don't assert it to them, but I present it. And I can wrap my head around it pretty quick, whether they actually want to be a part of it or not. And that's mm-hmm. the part that sucks. And that's the partisanship that divides this country and that's horrible. And also why I'm tempted to run as an uh, independent for the sake of I'd rather lose some fringe right people that I know that they say, yeah, you're pro second man. But as soon as I say I'm not 100 percent for the party, because I've had people after the NRA annual meeting, which uh, when I went to, I've had people that saw my T-shirts. That stated, oh, cool, cool, you're, you're for this? Oh, are you for the president 100%? And I stated a couple, you know, discrepancies like we all have. Mm-hmm. And this was even back then before he mentioned the suppressors and recently after the El Paso and Dayton shooting, when he blatantly said within a 24-hour period, went from, oh, the NRA is wrong, um, there is no slippery slope, within 24 hours going, I don't want to upset my people who got here, my constituents, and there is a slippery slope we need, we need to watch out. If he was, and I just state this as, if he was so smart, and I'm not, you know, you know, pissing on the man, but if he was so smart and so pro second amendment, why would he have to backpedal on that? That's just a question, but people just get so upset when I say anything like that. Mm-hmm. And that's a question people can't handle. So I, I, I can get really into this cause I've talked to so many yeah. people, I can different angles. Okay. Just, so let's, let's, let's get some questions in here. I don't know. Joe, do you have any questions for Cody, Walter? Um, I know you're not in, obviously you're not in Florida, Joe, but um, but go ahead no, if you do have something. Yeah, that much. it only matters for. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt real quick, Joe, but I've had several people like on sniper side, some of the big forums. I've got a pretty big following on. Um, sadly, there's too many keyboard warriors that automatically just want to say you know bomb it something they just automatically can't, can say, but they can't back mm-hmm. up. But mm-hmm. when people ask me, oh, I can't help you, I can't support you, I live 50 miles this direction in Florida. It only matters for signing a petition for a ballot and voting. It doesn't stop you, just like when we all try to get behind these bills in regards to even back with uh, the uh, MA-55 proposed ban mm-hmm. for the armor-piercing for pistols. 
even stuff like that. We can all help each other out because that's a federal level or even just supporting someone. That's what matters. Getting off your ass and doing something <laughs> no matter what. I'm not, I'm not saying you have to be helped for everyone, but anyone can help anyone in regards to just, I'm not even saying financially, just spreading the word. Sharing, the way, sharing something. Absolutely. Very important. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, well, Florida shares a special place in my heart. I born in Florida. I grew up there. I spent uh, the first 22-ish years of my life there. Um, I love Florida. And, you know, one day I hope to either move back there or at least somewhere warmer than I am now. Um, well, I, 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 I can sympathize with, uh, with a lot of things that you've described. You know, we, we run into, I was, uh, for a while I served a term, uh, term on the uh, Indiana Republican Liberty Caucus Board of Directors. Um, I've been fairly active up here in the Republican Party. And um, it's, it, it's kind of ugly looking behind the scenes. And, and, and I tell people, I'm like, look, you know, if you want us to vote for a Republican candidate in the general election, please do your part. Get out there in the primaries and get us someone we can actually vote for. I'm tired of voting against somebody. Get out in the get somebody decent in the primaries so that we can have somebody to vote for in the election. And people will turn out in mass numbers if you actually get somebody on the ballot for the general election. But nobody wants to get involved in the primaries. Um, it's just nobody cares. And that's the problem. They only seem to care during the general election. And then we're left with, you know, a, 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 a bad and a worse choice. And it's, I, I don't want that. I'm tired of that. I've lived my entire life. Um, I've had to vote against somebody. I mean, I cannot recall except for maybe, maybe, maybe the, no, I really, I can't, I can't recall ever on the federal level really voting for anyone. And I'm 42 years old now. I've always voted against someone. And I, I just, I'm sick and tired of it. I just, it, it's infuriating. And I know especially younger people are even more infuriated, infuriated. I mean, they've seen this same train of abuses spread and, you know, across multiple parties across the entire line. And it's very frustrating. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, what you're trying to do there, um, I, 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 you know, I, I don't know enough about you to to say, yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll help push for you and stuff for you, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm liking, <laughs> I'm right, I'm liking what I'm hearing. Uh, you know, before tonight, I didn't, I didn't, but you know, I'm liking what I'm hearing and seeing. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the point is, yeah. I mean, you know, the 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 articles that I write, I have people who you know watch and read, uh, you know, read articles from all over the world, not just here in the U.S. So, you know, being able to help get the word out about a, about a pro constitution candidate regardless of whether it's Florida or, you know, here in my home state in Indiana or, you know, mm -hmm. where is my current home state anyway. Um, you know, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's crazy important because there's, there's only 420, how many seats are in the house? 420 ish. God, I can't four, remember four. I, 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 mm, four it's almost 426 or 432. Yeah. Something okay. like that. It is four, Wait, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, there, there's 400 ish seats in the house, right? And then there's a hundred in the Senate. So it's not like you're talking about 540 ish seats in total. You know, even if you just divide that in half, you're not talking about having, you know, being, having to entrench yourself into every single election. Um, but, but, but when there's something good that comes up, that's going to benefit everybody. Cause if you're voting on the federal level in the house of representatives, mm -hmm. that affects all of us, whether we're in your district or not, because that federal law affects the entire country. And that's why I get a lot of people asking me questions on my Facebook ads. They say, mm -hmm. what are you going to do about like more? I don't want to get in the, the, the weeds of specific Florida issues, like whether mm -hmm. it's uh, water, NAFTA, like just water quality, uh, NAFTA, mm -hmm. you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. 
Um, and I go, well, well, NAFTA is the federal level, but like even like specific issues with Florida, I'd say that's I'm going for a federal level position that can help with federal funding and other things, but not so much specific for Florida. And that's where people go. Florida has a Congress and a Senate within itself. What? I'm like, you, well, you vote, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it says on the ticket or whatever they like, as in uh, Congress for federal level is every two years. Uh, between the senators is every six alternating as in you know Rubio and Nelson didn't go for vote the same year in 2018. But people go, there's a Florida level state and Senate. I didn't know that. I'm like, you vote, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, well, this is the part where there's nothing wrong with voting party, but if you're just going to blindly go like that, blind, cover your eyes and just do a Christmas tree at like, you know, the FCATs, or well, at least the, that was a thing with my generation with the testing and you're just going to Christmas tree it. Mm, that's kind of irresponsible of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just let's, saying that much. Let's get a couple of things here. Morpheus W. Um, he gave us a couple of bucks. He says um, he wants to know if you're pro-life. That's his question. You can um, answer that. In regards to that, there's there are things where, in regards to if you want to be okay, and like I said earlier, when it comes to topics, if we can't, we should be able to discuss it. Mm-hmm. When it comes to pro-life. Am I for the absolute far end of pro-life where there's no exceptions whatsoever? I'm going to be honest. No, I'm not mm-hmm. pro-life all the way to that degree. Mm-hmm. But then there's then there's problems where people get uppity about that. And that will be their one topic that will automatically just crush them from listening to where I can be. And that's where I go. I can't satisfy everyone. Yeah. All you can do is be you, man. That's the best thing you could do. Yeah. Walter, you want to you want to jump in, Walt? OK, let's start over again. And without you and, and Hank talking at the same time, because that's what happened in the beginning. Uh, sure. where, where, are you, where are you running? What what area? Where, what city? What? There's a little uh, cross in the streams there. Um, district 6 in Florida, the congressional district. If you, um, I'm not sure if I can share what's on my screen, but if you just go to my website, Hank, uh, putinandthehouse.com, H-O-O-T-O-N, in the house.com and on my gallery section there is a picture of it for district six if you've ever been near daytona beach florida it's okay. all of volusia county okay south there and it's about seven hundred thousand people okay and southern all right. uh, yeah yep. all right yeah because when you first came on you were talking and hank were talking at the same time and it was like i heard nothing so <laughs> yeah I, I, like i said i wasn't trying to go too deep here because i know there that was going to happen <laughs> it's all good yeah i'll try to pull that up while um while we're talking here i think there's a um Actually, it's going to be a little difficult for me to do both of these at the same time. Let me get some other. Um, just at least forward the website to people. Yeah, just check out uh, if you search Hooten in the House. We'll try to we'll try to get something up with that. I have Facebook, Instagram, the YouTube channels. I have two YouTube channels I'm working on, and Joe. I've talked to people. I didn't get a chance to see Joe at the NRA. Did you go to the NRA annual meeting, Joe? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I saw. I forgot the gentleman's name because I've seen his channel quite a few times. Um, Legally on America. I got a chance. I've talked to Mike from Mr. Gunzer here quite a few times online. I got a chance to talk to him. I didn't get a chance to talk to you, Hank. We tried hooking up. Things going to work out. No biggie. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I uh, can't hook up with everyone at SHOT Show, no. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> can't worry. Um, yeah, we did. We did try to make it make it work. Uh, go ahead, Walt. you have another question? No, I was just going to kind of comment on what he said about when people ask if you're pro-life and, 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 and like you said, not like because there's extremists and then there's there's not you know and the extremists and like, like the, the extremists the extremist second amendment people or the extremist first amendment people they shut down as soon as you say anything that doesn't agree with them boom what do you mean you can't do that what do you like you know it's like well oh, yeah. 
you know, guess what? I'm staying home and not voting. Like, well, you just voted for the other guy to stay home and not vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because you're because you're because you're because you're, you're you're pouting. You know, you're you're yep. mad. Yeah, you know, it's just, you know, I don't as know. you guys are talking, I'm going to throw up the uh, congressional district that he's in um, six, like you said. Uh, and then it's just Hooten, H-O-O-T-O-N in the house. O-N. Everyone spells it E-N at the end, but it's yeah. O-N, all O's. <laughs> yeah. So just but, to give uh, you an idea of what the you, website looks like, if you guys want to go though, check that out. Referencing, mm-hmm. and, and I've seen your channel quite a few times, Hank, with the, uh, the regular Hank Strange. Um, mm-hmm. In regards to reviews, I have two YouTube channels I'm working on and two – oh, they're both all for Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I have a Twitter. I really don't care for it. So if I don't use it, that's fine. But at least for yeah. the two channels, is one for is obviously for this Hoot in the House for my political run, um, my campaign. But then also I have – me and my friends are working on some really cool ideas for gun reviews, that stuff that I have. Nothing wrong with people getting paid endorsements and reviewing certain things, but I want to review the kind of things that I have. <laughs> That I've worked my ass off for things like this. Um, and there's guys like shooting surplus, uh, Rand over there in Louisiana. I have a couple of nice uh, rifles I bought from him and suppressors. I'm definitely, definitely in the NFA game. Definitely. That's where I can geek out about all that. I know a lot of different things about whatever, suppressors, uh, different optics. But with the second channel called Schmitz and Giggles, we're going to be doing a gun review slash kind of gun humor channel where we're not trying to be too serious. It's mainly also for eye candy. Um, for people to see me in regards to that, not, you know, tooting my horn. Yeah, uh, n- yeah. not that you're eye candy either, but, you know, the gun, the gun eye candy. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. But it's mainly for eye candy where my Instagram is getting a pretty decent following within the... Yeah, Walt, hold on a second. I got to step out. Something happens, so I'm going to say goodnight, everybody. All right, all right, Walt. Good luck. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, handle business. Okay. Hold on. I might have yeah, yeah. to. I might have to drop Walter out myself here. Give him the boot. Uh, let me let me just mute him. I don't know. He didn't uh, close everything, so I'll just mute him for now. I don't know if he uh, if he wanted to go all the way out. I'm sorry. So yeah, go ahead. No, you're you're fine. It was just in regards to my um, mm-hmm. other other channel I'm working on, not just YouTube, but again the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, for just posting up, you know, Gorn, funny things. We're going to be working on some funny videos, and we're working on uh, layouts of the video series. So it's kind of organized, but I'm not taking it too seriously. But just trying to, I'm, I'm branching all of this out to see a if it's worth my while, and b if it is. I mean, it should be, but at least, at least just to help the gun community out with just that. Let alone spread the word of what I want to do for politically. But uh, in my mind, if I'm not looking at the camera, I'm trying to look here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just things like that, where even if obviously, like I said earlier, if I don't get even my goal is just to get on the ballot, obviously, even if I run as an independent or a Republican, I'm leaning towards independent just for the sake of I don't want to pigeonhole myself. Like I said earlier, I want to be backed by the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, all the great stuff. I don't want to pigeonhole myself. So I've had some people give me flack for that. But that's yeah. what, I've, what I've learned in regards to when I reach out to different people. I've had more people tell me than not. They'd be more open to that in regards to everyone says, oh, I'm tired of party politicians. But then guess what? A lot of people, like we said earlier, they just vote party politicians because, like you were saying, Joe, no one no one cares. Yeah. And that's Listen, just uh, just keep working on it, man. Just keep working on it mm-hmm. and, you know, just oh, yeah. take one step after the other. Uh, let me see here. OK, so uh, I'm trying to figure out how to 
Uh, Morpheus W gave us five bucks. He says, just because I love you guys. So thanks to Morpheus. I don't want to go past that. Um, and then I'm trying to keep up with what's going on here in the chat. So let's see. Uh, we got a bunch of different things going on here. Joe, was there something you wanted to um, to plug into here? Um, yeah, nothing you, I can think of. I don't want. Yeah, completely don't want, thrown off, right? I'm just I'm <laughs> dropping it on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Let's. Do you want to look? Uh, what other guns have you been reviewing, Joe? So I know we were talking in the beginning about the. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, about the 12 gauge uh, bullpup shotgun from IWI, the TS12. What mm -hmm. other stuff have you been looking at since the last time we saw you? And um, uh, while you're talking here, Hooten is throwing up some guns for the folks so they can, yeah, they can check out. Nothing some wrong with bullpups, but uh, I definitely like my Benelli. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Benelli's You're either. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I, mean, can I talk to try a shot for anyone that was wanting to watch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. No. Um, so, uh, let's see, what else have we uh, seen lately? I did the update on that uh, CZ P10C, the suppressor-ready, uh, mm -hmm. almost suppressor-ready handgun. Um, I remember, I think I talked to you guys about that uh, the last mm -hmm. time I was on. That was a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. um, we put out a couple more uh, silencer videos, the uh, Dead Air Ghost uh, 45M. We also did one on the uh, Burrs 9, uh, mm -hmm. or Burrs 9 from Bowers. Um there's a couple of we're we're gonna try and get back into doing at least one NFA item a month on the channel. I know a lot of people missed that uh, okay. as we were going through. Uh, Silencer Shop used to send me uh, a bunch of different cans. They'd send them in. I'd have them for two weeks. I'd send them back. That's where a lot of our NFA content came from. Um, now you know, so it was more. I don't want to say more pertinent to the time frame because you know you know be, them being able to. Um, uh, send things directly to me for two weeks and then send them back. I could get things almost real time as they released. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of the stuff that we're going to be doing is from my personal collection. Um, you know, like, like, uh, the ghost 45 M the, uh, USS, the USS is going to be our item for this month. The, uh, Bowers USS. This is a really, it's a super quiet 22 can. It's a Very little cool. bit longer than most 22 cans, but, um, does a fantastic job on stuff like five, seven, 22 wind mag, uh, where a lot of 22 cans can have an issue on. But, um, what else did we do uh, semi-recently? We had uh, the, all the IWI pistol stuff. I think that was on last time when we were with you guys. So Yeah. Uh, um, Brian Quick wants to know. The biggest thing would be that CZP10C. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. How's that going? And also, Brian Quick wants to know about the Archon or Archon Type B. Uh, how's that saga? I, 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 I do still have it. So um, they sent me, so last, oh God, I've been sitting on this thing for like six or seven months now. So I sent back uh, the one that was in the video that we did um, because all the tooling and machining marks on there, it looked, it looked pretty bad. Um, even for my standards, even if I was going to use it, it just looked bad. So I sent it back to them. They sent me a new one um, and um, it looks brand new. I'm still sitting on it. I haven't even shot it and uh, I'm going to wind up, uh, I think I'm going to wind up selling it. Um, I just, I don't. It's it's not a bad gun. I just it's just not. I've got so many striker fired handguns, and the fact that it's sitting here still new in the box with all the mags and everything. Do I need another one for yeah. for for that one anyway? Something that's I don't know. I just don't yeah. think so. So I'm probably that, gonna that really sucks. Uh, yeah, that really sucks, especially since um, you know it was such like a good looking gun. By the way, yeah, you need to like yeah, there you go, Cody. Yeah, just shift a little bit more yeah, so was, you can be in the center. Yeah, there we go. I was just trying to listen to uh, Jake Delahome. I was like, over here trying yeah. to show off the yeah. eye candy, not me, but that. Yeah, 
no, no, oh, yeah, no. Stick to the face. Stick to, yeah, stick to the. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Just move over a little um, bit more. A little bit more. Keep going in that direction. Yeah, I'm trying. To, yeah, there you go. You're good now. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Sorry about that, Joe. So yeah, the uh, yeah, man. It's too bad with that uh, Archon Type B because you know it was good looking, but you you've had enough of it. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, just, I had enough of it, and mm-hmm. l- looking at the price tag on it, it's kind of like, well, do I really need to? I don't know. I, I'd rather take that money and allocate it towards something else. Let's okay. That way. Yeah. Uh, and I know at this point. Right. And I know since the last time we spoke also, like I know you kind of like uh, there was a job situation going on. How's that uh, working out nowadays? So, so yeah. So my, my main contract got terminated uh, a few months ago. That's another reason why I'm going to wind up selling that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my main contract got terminated. So I've got some odds and ends, uh, small like consulting work that I do that, you know, brings in a little bit of money, but not much. So I'm still on the hunt for a full-time, uh, full contract so that I can actually have a, have a normal amount of money coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be good. But yeah. Um, yeah, understood. Yeah. Brian quick saying he thinks I should hold on to it. Archon will go out of business. They're kind of in bed with salient and, um, mm. salient and, uh, salient and Archon are not the same company, but they are the same company, but they're not the same company, but they're in the same building, yeah. but they don't have the same overseas owners, but they are. Yes. Yeah. I hate to say if this Joe, but that's sense. probably and why quick- they'll go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, you know, you, I mean, cause if, I, if salient you, makes mm-hmm. salient makes really sexy stuff, but you know, there's yeah, lots so of weird things going on there. Up, salient wasn't it salient that just teamed up with Canic of all companies. Really? For that one handgun. I thought mm-hmm. they did something okay. salient on a certain mm-hmm. certain one of their I don't know. Anyway, I I went to Salient uh, after they saw the review that I did on them and I sent the gun back. Uh they they of all things they actually invited me to their shot one of their shot show after parties last year. Mm-hmm. which surprised the hell out of me. They would invite me, but Hey, okay, why not? Mm-hmm. So, so I went from a couple different events, uh, one or two, uh, that I had to make appearances at. And so I went to their party and I stopped by and I talked with them. And, but mm-hmm. the main, the main takeaway from that point is, is when I walked into their like factory warehouse place on the wall, when you walk in on the front door are about a dozen different FFLs names and companies that are listed on there of all different stuff. Some of these umbrella companies like, are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a ton of them. And, and I know I've walked into a number of different manufacturers in the past and there's normally a couple different ones, you know, so that mm-hmm. some of them section out their NFA stuff yeah. and whatever, but the amount that was in there, I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. All right. Brian quick um, says yes. Canic on that Canic thing. But yeah, you know what? That's okay, why yeah. I think with okay. sale. Um, that's why I think with salient that there's some, there's something just weird under the surface going on. I'm not saying untoward or anything like that, but when there's all this confusion going on under the surface, I think it reflects in customer service, production, all kinds of other things, uh, marketing even when there's just weird stuff going on under the service, under the surface, and maybe it would just be better to clean that whole company up and focus and know exactly what's supposed to be going on, right? Um, cause I, yeah. that's what I see a lot coming out of, even with salient. Like, a, I have a friend of mine that actually won two guns from salient at shot show and it took him like three, four years before he ever got his hands on those things after he made a big stink about it. And, you know, there's yeah, all these there different some, weird things going on there. There are some companies that, uh, they are the, I don't know what you want to call it. There's different communities, like whether it's air15.com or cyberside or different, just different clicks within the gun community. Mm-hmm. They call it like the secret sauce, the Gucci gloss, or the Gucci handguns, whether it's rifle or this or that. Sometimes when you get to that point though, if you're ma- if the company's making so much money 
and maybe it's a time of you know an effort of a or a cost of labor. Sometimes like why does it take that long? Sometimes mm-hmm. I just got to ask. So yeah. some companies drag enough things. Where are you at on that? Uh, on with that, Joe? Because I mean, I don't know if they are making a lot of money. They may have a lot of money. I don't know if they're necessarily making. Um, I would, I would guess since a lot of this where they're looking at their manufacturing and whatnot, what I can think of and where they're being made, I can't imagine that they don't have a decent enough markup on their handguns that they're not making a decent amount on them. I know they had some import issues. They had their issues originally with the naming, you know, Arsenal. Uh, before mm-hmm. it was Archon, it was Archon, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Arsenal, and they got mm-hmm. they they had to take that down because there was a threat to lawsuit and mm-hmm. had to change all that over. So, I and then at the same time, you look at all the advertisements that that, that Archon is buying. Uh, the Shot Show last year, they had a massive um, on the main floor there. They had a massive uh, banner that was. I mean, it had to be 50 feet by 25 feet at mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. Um, that they had made and that was hanging there. Um, so, you know, for marketing purposes, they aren't afraid to drop coin. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is that indicative of them being more desperate to make more sales mm-hmm. or they're that flush? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I, I never got that far involved with it. Um, I will say the Archon that I had uh, before I sent it back for the cosmetic stuff mm-hmm. um, and the video that I did um, – it you know it's it, it's not a bad gun. The trigger on it's good. I mean that you know it's it's it just is what it is. I don't know. I've I think maybe I'm just starting to get a little bit jaded yeah. at this point when I run through run through things. It was like that CZP10C um, and just update uh, you know some of the folks on that because I know everybody mm-hmm. wanted an update on that when it came back. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wound up sending it off to the factory. Um, they did warranty work. They sent it back. Um, they were pretty quick on their warranty work. Um, but um, they uh, wound up doing uh, on the list, and I don't have it here, but I, I read it off the paper uh, in the video. Uh, they did uh, uh, deburring. They polished chambers. They did some uh, deburring of the breech face, um, general cleaning, and something else that they did. I don't remember the other thing that they did. They did not mess with the spring. Um, and that has cleared up its reliability unsuppressed and its uh, reliability with full power ammunition suppressed. It still will not shoot subsonic ammunition. And I wound up contacting uh, two different people there, uh, one randomly when I call it customer service, another one when I call back for uh, for the tech support. And both of them said that their suppressor-ready handgun cannot shoot subsonic ammunition. Okay. Um, it's like, okay, are, are you sure you want to call it suppressor ready then? Um, and, and, and I, and I, and I know in the original video, I had several people asking, well, why didn't you just send it back? You know, as soon as you start having problems with it, cause it was, I mean, out of the box, it was jam It was ridiculous mm-hmm. with or without a can, it didn't matter. Um, so, it, you know, and, and you mentioned a lot of internet forms, Cody, um, you, you know, there are people who have CZP 10 C, uh, the suppressor readies that have zero problems with them. And there are people that have just tons of problems. So one of the things that we wanted to do, uh, myself and Gunrunner219 especially, because he's got a CZP-10C, not suppressor-ready uh, one though, um, was was cover the gambit, right? So we did six, seven different brands of ammunition, every different grain bullet you could think of. Uh, we did five, on video, we did five different cans. I think in total we did seven or eight different uh, uh, pistol cans on it just to make sure it wasn't, you know, this brand or this piston or whatever. And in the video, we even did back-to-back taking 
taken, uh, you know, like the Tyrant 9 directly off of, uh, directly off of on video, off of the CZP-10C, putting it right on the Glock 19 and Glock 17, <laughs> zero functioning, right? Well, the, the problem is, and it, and it doesn't, and it's not necessarily specific to CZ, we see it, you know, whatever it is, CZ, HK, SIG. There are some people who are really, and I don't like to use the term fanboy, but they are really dedicated to their brand. Of course. Oh, yeah. And, and, and as, as I'm going through some of these videos, especially if it's going to be a, a and I, and I don't want to put it neg, put the term negative review or negative spotlight on it because I'm just putting out what I'm experiencing. Uh, most everything we do is real time on camera. So, you know, it's, it's what we're experiencing is what you're seeing is what we're doing. And, yeah, you're doing that. you know, and, and, and my mind as I'm going through it is, all right, well, what are the people who really love this company or this gun or whatever it is going to say? And I try and cover all that right out of the gate. So <clears throat> that's why it took us, you know, hundreds and hundreds of rounds before we sent it back. Cause we wanted to make sure there was there, the, Every different possible, you know, ammo, bullet weight, silencer, whatever it was, was all covered. So um, now that it's back, um, it's running, you know, for unsuppressed and then for uh, supersonic rounds with a can, it's running fine, which is great. Um, at the same time, though, you know, do I want to do I want to mess around with it? Because if I sh if I'm shooting a nine millimeter gun, I want to shoot it with subs. I mean, it's not like I'm shooting 300 blackout where I'm going to be shooting a mixture of super and subs because 300 blackout is still, you know, price spendy. Mm -hmm. It's cheap. And, you know, I know some people are like, oh, don't shoot reloads, whatever. It's, look, I reload. I mean, you know, I, I do a better job in the factory for most times. Yeah, for, for 300 so, blackout, that's where I would agree with that, with reloading. Yeah. I reload 300 blackout all the time. Yeah. 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 And, and if you want to reload 9mm, um, which generally speaking, I – I don't, but, uh, you know, like for subsonic loads, why not? Um, you know, and I'm shooting full, uh, full jacketed bullets. I don't, I don't, I don't do, you know, all lead, but you can make subsonic super cheap and I can tune them so that they run in all my guns. Well, not in the P10C, you won't, um, which is sad. And one, one of the things we did in the video to prove it, to prove the subsonics would run is we ran those subsonics in, um, in uh, both Glock 19, Glock 17, we ran them in, um, uh, I don't know, the big thing was we ra also ran it in a Kohari uh, 9mm MP5, if you're familiar with those, right? No. So if it's going to cycle that Kohari, oh, okay. it's going to cycle anything. On the HK forums, I used to be a member of, I only have, a, I only have two HKs, I mean, they track too fast, but, uh, but I have heard mm -hmm. of them. There's quite mm -hmm. a few mm -hmm. makers of different MP5s, you wouldn't think, and yeah, I've heard of them only once or twice before. Yeah. So, I mean, if, mm -hmm. if there's one gun, if it's going to run, if it's not going to run subsonic, it's going to be that one. Right. And yeah. still it cycles perfectly fine. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things and, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, um, you know, we, we run into these issues, um, at the same time though, it would be, it would be better if the community as a whole was more receptive to things, especially when they're seeing it all occur, you know, on video, I mean, it's, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, Have you got, and mind me, Joe, if I ask, um, about partway through the conversation when you're talking to Hank about sending it back and what they said they did, um, that part, I was adjusting a little bit of volume and working on a couple of things and reading a couple of comments. What did they say they did? And have you gotten per se, when you're, uh, segueing into the sub forums and the, you know, the, the subcultures again within our gun community, have you gotten like backlashes mm -hmm. because you're given per se negative review or a, a realistic review? I don't like using the term negative. Negative, it would just be like, oh, I hate this company. I'm going to review a high point mm -hmm. and I hate it because it's trash. That's just negative. Apparently. Right. But, uh, but um, so what happened there? 
I was actually hoping I had it right here. I don't, um, the, the sheet. So, um, wait, there was a lot there. So, uh, what you asking what, what, what they, uh, what they said they did. Yes. That, that was one okay. part yeah. of it when you're talking to Hank, but I didn't quite catch some of that. Sure. So, um, so, uh, when, uh, the, the sheet that came back, uh, so when the gun came back from CZ and it was a warranty repair sheet and in the repair sheet, Oh, here, hold, hold on a second. All right, so the warranty repair sheet, the dog came in and knocked my door open. So he's my dog. One of my friends had so, kids. Um, I, I don't mind waiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that, that, that was uh, my, my daughter, my youngest daughter, who actually came up and closed the door. Now my German Shepherd's trapped in here, and he's going to start whining. But it's okay. So, um, I'm a so, uh, so, so, right? So maybe we can get him to come around here. So the um, under the... Uh, you know, on the warranty sheet, uh, the sheet that comes back with the gun, and act, they actually tell you exactly what they did uh, to the gun. So on there, um, and I'm just recalling off the top of my head, I read it word for word in the uh, in the video, but they uh, they polished, they either polished and or uh, deburred the extractor. They definitely deburred the breech face. They polished the chamber. Um, they gave it a general cleaning. And I can't remember the other things they did, but the, the the main takeaway from all that was they did not do any, according to the thing, they did not do anything to the spring. And a lot of people were telling me you need to replace the spring. There's a company, Apache or Cherokee, something like that, that apparently makes spring CZ for springs. What, for the extractor? Or not, not for the extractor, but for the actual uh, spring for the um, uh, recoil spring oh, on yeah, the yeah. CZ. Yeah. They, then they said, you know, you can get one of those and uh, and replace it with one of those, and then it'll shoot subsonics. Well, my point there was that yeah, it's, not suppressor it's ready a suppressor-ready <laughs> handgun, right? So, like, uh, that was the one part that right. yeah. it yeah, should be yeah. able so, to do that. So they should have done that in the first place. Able, yeah. Right. No. And and yeah. if if for some reason it does need a second spring to shoot subsonics, include it. <laughs> right. Yeah. In, include it. Right. So and one of the things that I pointed out was uh, with Glock 19 and Glock 17 uh, that I have, all I had to do to get those to be suppressor ready was to and they're not advertised suppressor ready, but to make them ready for suppressors and function was just replace the barrel with a threaded barrel. You know, mm -hmm. I dropped two lone wolf barrels in there. They're ready to go. And of course, then there's there's the always the ubiquitous comment. Well, well, you had to spend money to get that gun to be, to, you know, to shoot a suppressor. I'm like, well. Yeah, but it's not oh, a it's not a gun that's a <laughs> Did you, um, ready out of the literally that's a comment in the in the YouTube thread. I'm like, it, it doesn't have a threaded barrel. I had to put a threaded barrel on it so I could put a silencer on it. That's the only thing I did though, and guess what? It runs hundred percent. People take the things for face value and they don't want to go, Well, what would it take to do this? And they peel that first layer back and go, Oh, I have to buy a barrel. They just go it's kind of like the ubiquitous question from Tim at Mac, does it take Glock mags? <laughs> it, yeah. I, it's a joke, but mm -hmm. some people do take that sense of a question. Seriously. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, no. And I heard earlier when I was uh, driving home, Hank, when I mentioned uh, I was able to watch the, or listen to the first 45-ish minutes, mm -hmm. you guys mentioned something about, oh, it doesn't work that way. I forgot if you said like movies or video games, something about the shotgun. I didn't quite quite remember what you said, but you made the comment of some people go, well, in the this you know fantasy land, it works this way. Well, of course it doesn't work in real life. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, some people take things way too seriously. Yeah. With that CZ, uh, Joe, did you buy it? Is it a T&E? Uh, I, I probably missed no, that part no, of it. No, okay. no, I bought it. I bought okay. it. Um, 
I think I bought it last Black Friday. It was around the holiday season. It was, it was, they were, it was cheap. I paid 415 bucks or something, 425 bucks. It was cheap. It was mm-hmm. dirt cheap. Um, and it had, you know, suppressor ready one. So it came with the you know, suppressor height sights. There was tritium night sights in it, you know, thread barrel and things. So mm-hmm. I love that Brian. Yes, yeah. I, I, I did miss that part. I did not use the tears of a rescued pit bull to. Yeah, uh, I just read that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, <clears throat> all these things don't always work out. I'm going to ask you guys a question yep. that someone asked me earlier, and then I'll answer it after you all. Uh, we'll start with Cody. Uh, what gun, what's the next gun you're looking to buy? So I know oh, you've got some cool guns. I, what's the next gun you're looking a, to buy? I have a segment. And why? Mm-hmm. I have a segment, not segment, but uh, I have a sec- section of my notes on my iPad, mm-hmm. and I have it very organized in regards to what I'm going to buy. <laughs> okay. Very, very organized. I have most of my semi-auto receivers, not even so much with what was proposed with after some of these shootings. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get some, at least the receivers, the FFL stuff over with. Mm-hmm. I really like, um, and I and kind of segueing to answer that with mm-hmm. your statements about like suppressors and suppressor readings. There's a segment hang on this channel, or more or less, you know, even if I make ch- videos on my channel when I start making them, I can talk and have actual facts and not ramble about the dilemma that people think in the NFA realm of semi-autos and suppressors. I can just buy this one suppressor and just slap it on this one rifle. It'll work perfectly fine. It doesn't work that way. So mm-hmm. to show you, um, oh, Let's see. my next firearm purchase would technically be a suppressor, and it's already in jail right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on, let me take the mag out because this was at the range. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a Knight's Armament. Okay. It's 10 clone. And mm-hmm. one of the videos you guys had with Babyface. Yeah, I think Patrick's. Help. Yeah, yeah, Patrick's into those. Kit that they make for the Marines. And that's a full blown, like, 23 grand because it's overinflated. It's the case, the shipping, everything, the M110 suppressor, all that. This is my kind of clone where I bought the base rifle from uh, Brownells. Mm-hmm. So I have an upper that I want to buy from Knights. It's their 6.5 Creedmoor upper that Brownells sells. And I have an LMT lower because with AR-10s, there's no set mil spec. There's the SR-25 platform. There's the DPMS Gen 2, I think, and the Air Precision M5, which kind of just looks like an AR-50 on steroids. So my next firearms purchase and why is because when it comes to suppressed semi-autos, you are literally throwing a monkey wrench in the system if you don't buy from a company that designs their suppressors and their rifles together. If you just have a a rifle that functions perfectly fine without a can and you throw a traditional back pressure can on the end, mm-hmm. you're not going to have a good time all in all. So, um, probably I got a lot. I have a lot of things I want to purchase. <laughs> not mainly just non NFA stuff, just more suppressors. Um, some other stuff I could talk about that for a while, but, mm-hmm. um, more bolt guns, the defiance actions that I buy. um, Defiance actions that I buy, and they're up in uh, Montana. Okay, they're really smooth. So buying those actions is technically a firearm, but then I buy the barrel from either Krieger, Bartlin, Wilja, and I send it off to Chad over at Long Rifles Incorporated uh, up in Sturgis, South Dakota, and I buy the McMillan stocks, my McMillan A4 style stocks, and that's just the design, the model. 
those are my damn jam. I love those things. Um, you know, you're talking some decent money, but I don't, I don't pay retail. That's something else I can say and why I buy things that I buy. Retail's for suckers. Okay. I'm a sucker. But uh, that's why I don't want to rattle on too long. And how do you way. get and 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 uh, so you just you're just out there looking for deals, right? I, I can't tell you before, like when I turned 18, and then mainly when I turned 21, and like when I got out of the Marines, and I started getting to the NFA stuff, and I realized you can just look up a UPC code, especially when it comes to like a, a higher end rifle suppressors. When you're talking most dealers in Florida for Class Three uh, or Form Three uh, transfers, going from state to state dealers, they charge about like 75 50 100 and you're talking looking up a upc code googling that and saving hundreds of dollars and just simply paying your dealer no taxes but like 50 or 75 dollars i save a lot of money doing that mm, grand. it's like reloading you know the more you buy you're still spending the same amount of money but uh but yeah you'll definitely save uh, mm-hmm. a lot of money doing that do you always always searching for deals and researching and trying to minimize how many times i have to buy something mm-hmm. just to realize have bought what I really needed or needed or wanted down the road. That's where I came to the conclusion of like why, and I'm not a fanboy, but for, through just pure research and firing and shooting up guns and what I own, like when it comes to semi-autos suppress, especially the 308 realm because of how there's not really a spec aside from the military's M110 rifles and uh, the Brits that have the LMTs, whatever their DMR designation is, um, semi-autos, 308s, and you want us to shoot suppressed? Knight's Armament. I hate to say it. You know what? When you see the MSARP price tag, it's a lot. It's like a lot. But you can usually get them from – I can get them from Brownnose with my middle discount and a, and a coupon code for quite a bit less than what that sticker price is. And okay. how, how the gun market is, it's a buyer's market. So even if you want to buy used on air50.com, that uh, website has its own subform for just either Knight stuff or AR-10, whether if it's uh, Air Precision – there's a lot of stuff to all this, but yeah, don't pay retail. Don't pay retail <laughs> unless it's something that's through one dealer, through one manufacturer, excuse me, and that's all you can get. Be patient, find a better deal. That, yeah. That's what I got. Absolutely, <laughs> that's always good advice. Um, let me see here. A couple of things. I think John Voorhees likes that sign you have in the background that says "Make love loudly, make war silently." So uh, that's from shout a, out for that. That's- Ants Armament Corporation. They used to have some really cool signs when uh, Kevin Brainham, who owns Q now, used to run the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, they had a really good marketing team. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let me see here. Let me jump to Joe. What's your next gun that you're going to buy, man? Joe's I don't know think right about now. It. Oh. I, really? Yeah, I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there, there's so many choices. There are so many choices. I mean, Christmas time. I is coming up. What are you I'm hoping trying, for? Right, what are you I, hoping for? What do you, you know, what is it that you're hoping your wife <laughs> secretly knows that you actually want? <laughs> you know, or you that know, you're leaving it for? I don't, I mean, I, I, I honestly think I need a, I, I need a few more, I need a few more silencers in my life. I think oh, more good. than anything. Uh-huh. Um, so, and honestly, I really, you know, it's at some point I want to save up and finally get some night vision, um, you know, either oh, thermal yeah. or traditional night vision. Oh, that would um, be cool. That, yeah. That, that's something that I really need for here on the farm. Mm-hmm. Um, gun wise, I don't, I want, when I think about what's, what's going to be new or dropping right now, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. That's like, Ooh, you know, mm-hmm. um, I just can't right now. I, I, I don't, I can't think of anything that's out there that's, 
piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Belt feds would be nice. Okay, yeah. So I, Cody, I, I, Cody, I, can't, I can't afford the ammo addiction. Co- addiction. Yeah, Cody's showing off his belt fed. What is that? Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, let's see what we got here. Oh, going there we on? go. The, yeah, okay. Uh, wait, what's that? St- what's the uh, sticker say back there? What's the patch? Oh, that's cool. Shaggy. Shaggy and Scooby. Now that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Operation parts. They, it's where I bought in quite a few of my small. The thing about Knights Arm that I don't like, taking the rifles apart takes some proprietary tools. Mm-hmm. Not exuberantly expensive, but that's, this is a company I bought in a lot of small parts from. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great people that run that company. Mm-hmm. All right. Very cool. And uh, what is John, the belt? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. I'm not trying to distract from Joe. I'm just answering Armin Axis's question. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. No, no, I just saw John Voorhees was asking about favorite Millsurp rifles and pistols. Um, okay. Millsurp, favorite Millsurp rifle is kind of... Favorite coolest one kind of that I own is I've got a couple of K31, uh, Swiss K31 rifles. Those are the straight pull uh, actions that are just... They're crazy accurate. They're crazy cool. Um, and I love those things. Um, you know, like, you know, I've got a bunch of, you know, from back in the day, they were inexpensive Mosins and Mausers and stuff, but those K31s are pretty cool. Pistol wise. Um, I've got a pretty neat, uh, eight, uh, older, older, uh, 1892 model, uh, Nagant. Uh, that's kind of, that, that's kind of cool and clever. Uh, that's the one where you, when you pull the, when, when you, when you actually pull the trigger as the hammer falls, the cylinder moves forward to seal it, uh, mm-hmm. to the barrel. Uh, which is pretty neat. Um, those are always pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So th- those are probably the the neater favorites. I mean, I've I've got a bunch of other shooters. You know, like the like the older you know Makarovs and CZ 52s and TT 33s. TT 33 is actually a pretty cool little gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't done much with Milserp stuff, and that's that's kind of you'll see a big pattern if you watch the channel of you know we'll run a couple of you know some new things and then we'll run things you know that are, that I kind of just pull out of the armory so to speak that's older just because I realized it was in the back of the safe and I'm geeked out on it again and I wind up doing something on it maybe this winter we'll do something like that maybe around christmas time we'll do some kind of christmas milserp extravaganza or something just to, <laughs> just kind of change things up because it's been a while since I did anything on uh, yeah. on milserps that sounds year, like probably. a song that sounds like a song Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christmas Millsurp extravaganza. Okay, what are you messing around with over there? Making all <laughs> Something this that, noise. There was a range safety officer at my local, uh, the, pro- the not the private, the public club, mm-hmm. uh, public uh, shooting range where I mm-hmm. live. And any, and we always kid around. I know we have our infighting in the gun community, and I, you know, we all detested, but mm-hmm. you know, a fud more or less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like my poppy, my grandpa who's still alive, who's ninety four, he's going to turn ninety four this January. Mm-hmm. And I told him I had this, and he's like, "That's awesome." He's like, "What are you gonna do to?" Because he knows I mess around with uh, my firearms, and there's nothing mm-hmm. I really keep stock. But when you heard that ping, we all know what that means. But mm-hmm. it's something else more to it. I'll be at the rear sight isn't there because I'm gonna be using a red dot to make uh, handloads and get it really precise. But then I'll put a rear sight back on it because I want to shoot it uh, iron sighted. But at the range, there was this older gentleman that's a, a safety officer there. And he was like, what on God's green earth did you do that rifle? And then he heard it, and he's like, is that full power 30-odd six? Mm. This, this isn't permanent. This is supposed to be a rear sight, but it's to use a small optic just to get precise uh, reloading data. Mm-hmm. And a Bradley cheapness, which I'm going to lower it to get the iron sights. Okay. <laughs> nice, There's nice. nothing like it except one guy yeah. in northern, I think, I forgot, somewhere in the northeast of the United States. 
He made a Form 1 suppressor that was just so – I mean, not bad, but it was crudely made where it had such high back pressure. Again, what I was talking about with the, the, like the engineering behind semi-auto guns and how sensitive – why people can't just shoot any ammo at the Garand. Um, this was quite a deliberation. I'll be, this is one of the first videos I'll be making. Um, there is no other one like this, and I have an adjustable Schuster gas plug. But also with the Knight's cans being lower back pressure design, um, this thing shoots amazingly out of the factory, the factory grand ammo that I had. But yeah. Very cool. That on there, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, very cool. All right, let me see here. Um, all right, let's see if I could do this. Yeah, okay. So actually, you know what? Let me throw up my thing that I'm going to be, my next thing that I'm going to be getting. Um, it's going to be a bullpup. And coincidentally, it's going to be a bullpup shotgun, but it's an old school for anyone that wants to know. It's the high standard. Uh, it's a 10B because I think the 10A is the one that has this like weird uh, scope or whatever on top of it. So, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, I'm getting the uh, I'm getting one of those high standard. Huh? What model and make was it? You said it was uh, an older the high design. Yeah, the high standard 10B. So basically, bullpup shotgun. It's like it's old school. I think it's from the 80s. Oh yeah, yeah. Mr. Bullpup, I love it. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, Trey from uh, Aries found that one. So that uh, you know that'll be coming in. I have to actually go pick that up. So that's at the gun store. I need to go get it, pay for it, and all that kind of stuff. So that's the next thing that I'm going to buy. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's, you know, just to answer the question of what's the next thing I'm going to buy. And then what else? Oh, you know what? I wanted to tell you guys, we, we're, we're, I know we're past 9 o'clock. We started late, so we're going to go just a little bit uh, later. So Fort Scott Munitions, uh, there's 6.5 Creedmoor. They have a, uh, what, what is it? Like, I think it's 130 grain that um, they're coming out with. And, yeah, the 130 grain is, uh, is coming out. Okay, six five. I think the one they have right now is like one twenty three. Let me look. I think it's one twenty three grain. That there is it. Uh, their uh, tumble on impact or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tumble on impact. Tumble? Yeah. So the nice. old one's one twenty three. They're coming out with a one thirty grain. All right. So here's the thing. I brought in. I figured to uh, show that off, and you guys can uh, use the code Hank ten. You know, at um, Fort Scott Munitions anytime. But right now for Black Friday, they actually have 20% off of like the Christmas tins and I think 15% off of everything else. So this is uh, a chassis that I got from Brownells for a 6.5 Creedmoor. Um, I think it was our Savage. That we, no, actually, it was the Ruger American, sorry, that we wound up putting in here. So there's one of my. Uh, Six five guns that we're doing stuff with, and then uh, I've got the uh, Henry rifle, the long ranger, lever action also. And How many five. rounds have you got a chance to put through the long ranger, uh, Hank? Uh, not it's I, you know I don't throw a lot of six five down range, but I think we've done like maybe uh, two hundred rounds or something. That's more than a lot of people. Yeah. That's awesome though. Uh, I'm I, disappointed. I I like it. I'm disappointed there's no, there isn't, uh, you know, it's not threaded. On it's there, not threaded. So. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know what I'm saying? But I guess, oh, we yeah. Have, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure whether or not we could thread it or whatever. So, there you go. There's that. 
Um, There's a lot of people that do a lot of good job working. As long as as mm-hmm. long as you can properly take the firearm apart. Um, there's people like Steve at Adco Firearms up in, um, I think, Sylvania, Ohio, somewhere in Ohio. Just mm-hmm. look up Adco Firearms, and that's who helped me with the Garand, albeit I sent him just a barrel because Fort Armory did the action work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Krieger made the barrel because they do a lot of uh, – for the guys that do the uh, competition shooting, like the Marine uh, – uh, uh, what is it? Uh, like uh, high-power shooting where they do the M1s, uh, M14s, and the Garands. Yeah, so yeah, one game – very. Exactly. That's what it is. Say that um, again, Joe. But, uh, it's uh, is it just called? I, I always I always refer to it as Camp Perry, but that's it's, one of the um, locations. But the yeah, high it's the main location. Mainly um, iron sights or specific niche types of shooting, but like shooting up, strapping the slings, the shooting jackets that look like reverse straight jackets. Getting really, it's you know the high discipline shooting. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of guys that do that. I digress. Uh, full, uh, uh, Krieger made the barrel, and what I'm getting at is for that. If you just stripped it down to the receiver and the barrel, because it seems like, you know, because I uh, I was able to strip down my Henry 4570 single shot, and it's not that complicated, even for a lever gun, I can imagine. But as long as you get it down to the receiver and the barrel, send it off to someone like Steve at Adco, because the he does adapters mainly for handguns, mm-hmm. where, you know, having a thin walled barrel, you can't just, you know, do half by 28 or five eighths by 24 usually. He'll make a uh, because the front end of the grand is very thin for a 30 caliber uh, barrel, so he can make an adapter and it may jut out a little bit. But then he can go to if you want half by 28, six by Creedmoor, you're more than likely going to want uh, five eighths by 24 for 30 cal suppressors or even just muzzle devices. But uh, Adco Arms does a the, they do a really good job with their uh, barrel threading. Yeah. Uh, John Voorhees says he would like to uh, compete at Camp Perry sometime. What's the uh, what do people need to do to do that? How does that? I've yeah, never okay, been a I part know. of it, but yeah, I know. I, I don't know how layered it is. Kind of like when guys do IPSC shooting or the Grandmaster, like handgun shooting. You have to like work to a certain level. I really don't know how it is or how it's tiered. I just know it's a competition and it's got a, a cult following mainly from the older generations. But guys like. Uh, I'm blanking out their their names right now. From uh, um, forgot Ian and Ian and Carl. Forgotten weapons. Forgotten Ian, weapons. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, in range TV, respectively. Mainly Carl from in range. He mm-hmm. he's done a lot of uh, uh, high power shooting. He said early on in his life, he did a lot of that. So where it's pretty much it's a niche thing. There's not a whole lot of change to it over the years, and people love doing it. So, but I don't know how people get into it, frankly. Yeah, I would love to show with that with iron sights and go, and, they, and I'll go. Is there a restriction on muzzle devices? Or like muzzle device on the grand? What? <laughs> but uh, that'd be that'd be pretty comical. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any other gun news we can get into here before we before we start wrapping it up. Probably what we should do here for anyone who's still hanging out with us, remind you guys out there to smash the thumbs ups, right? If you're hanging out with us, we appreciate mm-hmm. that. Make sure that you follow. Um, 13C Gun Reviews, as well as Hooten in the House. That's all what all your social media is, I think, Cody, right? Hooten in the House. Well, the other one, that one that's going to get more traction for things like, I don't know if you can see it. Oh, hang on. There's the delay yeah. in the YouTube. But anyways, yeah. um, things like this, the gun reviews, look up where I'm actually commenting it on mm-hmm. this YouTube, uh, uh, the chat. It's Schmitz, under my other account, Schmitz and, and Giggles. giggles uh-huh. it, it's a play on words for Schmidt and Bender, like the optics company, and then the old saying, shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be the gun review slash mainly humor channel, where it's mainly just to get eye candy 
for the hooting in the house. But those are the two types. Both have Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. But of course, hooting in the house has. I have my own official website that I you know I pay for and an email where if you want to contact me through there, not just join the uh, newsletter, which you should do, um, mm-hmm. but also they have all the social media links below for that. But uh, Schmitz and Giggles also has the YouTube. And Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I'm throwing yes, up the main. I'm throwing up the main one if anyone wants to see Hooten in the house, and it, you'll see uh, someone holding an American flag says Cody Hooten for Florida's sixth congressional district. Then you can find out all the stuff that you would want to know about him, how to support him, etc. Follow all his social media stuff. Um, you know, so let's let's go over to Joe. Joe, what are all the different ways? I think you've added a couple of different things that you're doing now on the channel. What's all the different ways folks out there could follow you, interact with you, etc.? Sure. So um, the, what I've been commenting in the chats, 13C Gun Reviews, uh, is our main YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. You go to 13cgunreviews.com or 13c.us, and you can link over to Facebook, Instagram. Um, we're also on Full 30 and GunStreamer, so uh, definitely check us out on those platforms. Uh, mm-hmm. We got, uh, I, think, I think since the last time we talked to you, we got fully demonetized uh, uh, or, in, or removed from the YouTube. In addition to that, we got removed from the YouTube partnership program as well, officially, um, you know, as more, as more, uh, hammers fall on the channel so right okay hold on a second so what do you mean was that from on youtube side or you were in a network and you got removed from the no, network no, no. what happened um, there for, no I, no i was never in a network okay so um so it's from a youtube side i've been mm-hmm. uh partner with youtube for the past i don't know what has it been five six years whatever mm-hmm. it is um yeah so never you know never any uh wow any uh strikes that actually stood they all got reversed um mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they basically they went from about a third of my videos were demonetized, wow. um, and then about a third of them were uh, were were yellow, and then overnight um, some of the ones that I had one appeals on mm-hmm. um, went uh, fully demonetized. Um, anything that was green went to yellow. Anything that was yellow got fully demonetized, and then. Um, Two or three days, it was a couple days later, they sent me a thing saying most of your videos are not suitable for monetization, so we're removing you from the partnership program, which, of course, was yet another hit. I would assume now wow, that that's they've insane, released man. their latest. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, of course, there's nothing on, there's not, I, I think in the 100, some 180 videos or whatever we have up, there's not, I, there's not even a video where the, I think there's even a single video that has a single curse word in it, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, as, it's, as yeah, you're a lot better than me get. when it comes and, to that, by the way. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, you know, one of the reasons is, and one of the reasons why I really started pushing into this more was because the amount of mm-hmm. younger people that we wind up reaching, and I didn't want any of my content to be age restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of people who have watched and seen some of the videos, like, uh, one of the biggest outreach videos that we had, I don't know if call it outreach is right, but, mm-hmm. um, we did work with, um, with the uh, CMMG mutant and I did a video on it comparing uh, the real life one to uh, to one that was introduced in the game uh, PUBG mm-hmm. and talking about the differences, you know, plus, you know, real life versus the game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's a video that's topped over a hundred thousand views. I mean, you go through the comments and there are some people like you talk too much, right? Cause you know, I'm, I'm, I'm also appealing to an audience where there's a lot Short of 12 and 13 span. year olds who are watching, right? Short attention span. Mm-hmm. At the same time though, there's a, there's, there's, there's several multiple comments in there, including one specific comment from a guy who said, I'm turning 18 next week. I didn't even know I could buy this. I just, you know, I just look, you know, and I can actually buy this in, you know, where I live 
that's mm-hmm. what I'm buying for my birthday. Oh, wow. And that's just that, that, right. That's the most, and he didn't even know this sort of thing was legal to own for a regular person. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, we get, we, we get in these uh, mindsets where, you know, um, and I make a good example to when I was growing up, um, when I was growing up, uh, I turned 18 in 1995, the assault weapons ban was 1994. In my mind, assault weapons were illegal when I turned 18. And I had taught, I knew you could own them if you already had them, but in my mind, you couldn't buy anything new, meaning you couldn't buy anything new, period. Mm -hmm. That was it. And in the, in the, in the group that I ran with, that was just like, that's what we knew. That was it. Right. So I remember leading up to that, telling my dad, Hey, can you please buy, I want an AR 15. Can you buy me one? I'm not gonna be able to buy one. I said, you know, I'll give you the money for it. Cause I had a job at the time, you know, you hold on to it till I turn 18, you know, and it's not illegal to do that, you know, cause you know, you know, you're gifting whatever, yeah, family. Please, you know, and he, he wouldn't do it. He's like, no, no, nobody needs to own one of those. It'd be funny that, you know, six years later, uh, a couple of days after nine 11, he actually called me up and was like, I need to buy a gun. Wow. <laughs> and he yeah. actually, and he, and he actually bought uh, an AK 74 of all mm-hmm. things, but, um, which was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. and I helped him with that, but, uh, yeah. So until I actually, you know, a couple of years later, basically right when I was I don't know if I was 20 or 21 when I bought my first, you know, assault rifle. Um, but you know, and from there it's been downhill ever since the past 20 years I've been, you know, it's, it's, it, it, there's been a lot, but, um, Hi, you Joe. Know, so there are a lot of welcome, kids. That are in the- welcome to AA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Joe. I like guns. Um, so there are a lot of people who are out there who are in the same boat and the amount of young people that you can reach. Um, you know, it's great that we have gun streamer in full 30, the younger folks and kids playing games and stuff are not about that. Um, they don't know about these other things. If they don't stumble upon them through videos like that and other videos that I make, I'm going to actually wind up doing a, I think I'm going to wind up doing a series on those. Um, just because I want to try and reach more people with that. Mm -hmm. The more people that know that you can actually own and buy these things, possess them as they turn, as they become voters, they're going to vote presumably if they're going to buy these things pro gun. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I think that's a, that's yeah. a great outreach. So anyway, that's some yeah. of the stuff that I'm doing. Uh, if you play any Epic games, I have a creator code now for Epic games. It's 13 C guns. So one, three C guns. Um, that's a great way you can, uh, click through and put that in as a creator code. We'd appreciate it. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, sign up for the newsletter. If you haven't already, uh, holidays are coming up. So I know we haven't set out, sent out anything on the newsletter in like a month or so, but, uh, We'll be pushing out some deals uh, through that as well as uh, the holiday giveaways that we normally do. Okay. So I definitely keep your eyes open for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about that, man. I think we're going to probably get more stuff like that um, shenanigans going on with YouTube. Uh, that's the reason why, like, on our end, every time they hit us with that yellow coin, we've been removing mm-hmm. those videos from YouTube. And then, like, I've been telling everyone, hey, if you want to see that stuff, it's actually um, on GunStreamer. And uh, I'm on, I'm on uh, um, a Full30 as well. I've got to, like, you know, get better with getting stuff up on Full30. It's kind of tough with Full30 because they don't automatically pull everything over, and GunStreamer does. So um, I would definitely recommend everyone go check out GunStreamer for that. But you can also... You know, if, if full 30 is your thing, do that. You know, it's all good. Um, that that would be my advice to anyone that's worried about this. I don't think it's going to stop anything, though. But we've been doing that, just removing them. But it gives them, in my opinion, it gives them another reason to go, oh, you know, the ratio of these uh, demonetized yeah. videos versus otherwise, we don't think we need you on here. And we know that's the way that's the, the, the place they're going to. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just, we're, we're, we're mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Sorry, Joe, I didn't even interrupt. Um, mm-hmm. just oh, no. Quick- um, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what were you trying no, to say, you, Joe? You go ahead, Joe. I, mm-hmm. I thought there was a delay. Go ahead. All right. Um, John Voorhees just just commented that it was, uh, you know, action combat films and video games that got him into guns. Mm-hmm. And the other the last part of that YouTube segment is the latest update to their terms and services. Reser- they they reserve the right to remove channels that are not um, uh, uh, viable, commercially viable. Mm-hmm. is the terminology that they use. So I assume this has all been pre-planned what they're doing to remove channels by saying, oh, well, your video is already demonetized. You haven't mm-hmm. been approved anyway. Mm-hmm. We're just going to now pull your entire channel. And I assume that's the next, mm-hmm. that's the next, you know, ha- yeah. you know, shoot a fall, but absolutely. See. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what I would say to folks is that's why I'll get up on different social media. We're on Minds, mm-hmm. M-I-N-D-S, and it, you'll recognize it because it has like a light bulb as its logo. We're on there. I think that works off of the blockchain and they, they seem like more independent people. But I just get up on a lot of different social media for that reason so that we can have a way to speak to people. Um, but, yeah, this is this is this thing's going to happen. Um, you know, sorry to hear that that happened to you, Joe. Um, uh, Cody, I know you were trying to come in there. We're going to wrap it up now because we're definitely sure. like way over our two hour oh, yeah. thing. And I'm sure folks are, um, you know, turning over to see other stuff. What, what did you want to say, Cody? It was just a question in regards to Gunstreamer, not, mm-hmm. no, not Gunstreamer, um, uh, Full 30. Mm-hmm. And Joe, I'm not sure if you're on it, but I've been on mm-hmm. it like not even because the dilemma is everyone just use YouTube. Um, what percentage, just because this is the only thing I have to answer is what percentage of your views actually watch or what fraction of your views on Full 30 are relative to your YouTube channel? Like how small it's, is it? It's small. For both so you guys. I- um, I, I got on to, um, full 30 before they, before they, not in the initial phase where they approved content creators, but before they went fully public, um, and started letting, you know, almost everybody, uh, make channels. So I, I was in that interim. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're full, full, they're public, kind of, sort they of fully public, much more so than they were. Sort of. Yeah. 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 Much, much more so than, than they were. Yeah. So I was one of the first batch of smaller content creators, let's say. Yeah. Uh, that went on. Yeah. So, so I've been on there for, for quite a while now. And my views uh, and my subscribers on there are pretty low. Um, and I, I think I see that cross on, on everybody's. It's substantially less than what's on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, they are continuing to – the good news is they're continuing to grow, but it's just very slowly. Yeah. So. My, my tea leaves on this, just like you know, a little bit behind the scenes, I think that there's some evolution or some changes going on over at Full30, um, and it's probably going to you know, be very slow-moving before people find out what's going on over there. So um, that's why I'm not saying don't do it. Absolutely. I think we need lots of different choices here as, you yeah, know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to support both. Yeah. Um, until, you know, as long as they're there, I'm going to support and cross post yeah, both. Them, absolutely. It does divide my subscriber base up because I want to see both of them succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they both will. If mm-hmm. not, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, uh, hopefully they both do. Yeah. I think, um, you know, do both. Get up on GunStreamer, though. They have an app. Um, they have something called Contributus. Um, I know it works through PayPal. PayPal actually like banned me for life or whatever, uh, basically because I'm a gun guy. But you know, get up on all that stuff. Um, 
Let's see. Tactical Toolbox is chiming in here. Let's see what he has to say. Uh, a video recently published by an attorney who specializes in YouTube policy. He said YouTube has always had the right to remove channels for any reason prior to the um, prior to that whole thing, which is true. But I think that, yeah, I think they're just playing out sort of a plan right now. And what we have to do is just uh, adapt and overcome. You know, that's really the thing that we need to do here. And hopefully this is the impetus that gets um, more people to move over and more of the industry to move over to some of these alternatives. Maybe actually get in here and help fund them. Um, like I was saying, Gunstreamer, I think, has a good platform. They have um, they have an app that works on iPhone and Android. They also have something called Contributus that works like um, Patreon. It does go through mm -hmm. PayPal, but they're working on that. They're working on live. They don't have those things. I think we need companies to get behind this. Otherwise, very quickly here, we'll find, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna, to me, I think before we get in, before we get hot and heavy in uh, the 2020 elections, we're gonna find lots of people getting deplatformed. So um, I know that's like really, you know, kind of like the making of the sausage here for a lot of people that look at this stuff for entertainment. But um, if you're someone who has a, a channel out there, probably like a smaller channel or whatever, and you're wondering what's going on here, my advice to you would be uh, get up on some alternatives. Yeah. So absolutely, um, and try and 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 whoever you're following and subscribing to, being on Facebook or other things. Um, find alternative ways to be able to stay in contact with them. Like for us, sign up for our newsletter. Um, I, you know, and still, like I said, we haven't sent out an email in like a month, but normally it's never more than one email a week. Um, I don't yeah. think we ever sent out more than one a week. Normally it's only like two a month, yeah. but sign up for newsletters. Hank, you still got, I know you don't use um, your newsletter I, too much, but you still, no, you I still don't, have but it, I'm right? restructuring the whole website and everything. So we have the website you guys can follow over there. Um, you know, I also give out my number. So if you go to my social media, you'll probably see my phone number. You can actually, like, communicate with me directly. I think that's going to probably work the best for me when, we, when things get really bad here. Um, so, yeah, there, there's uh, – as soon as I get, like – I need to redo the, um, the email list. And uh, we're going through, re, you know, redoing the website and stuff like that, really getting ready for what's about to happen. Um, you know, that's the only thing we could do based on the position that we're in. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing for YouTube or anyone else. So, nope, um, we can't. yeah. OK, uh, let me see. OK, we're going to end it here. I'm going to let folks go off and do other things. Uh, it's getting a little late here. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be here Friday um, to get into more stuff. We'll have Cody Hooten. Um, our, our guest here um, that's in the middle of, of, of the screen right now, we'll have him back on, uh, I think, December 20th. Are you still scheduled? Is that what the thing is? You and Lola have well, to work again, that up. Yeah. Well, that's where, again, when she said December 20th, I was like, I was thinking, that's a little long from now. Because oh, okay. originally when I was supposed to go on here, it was much earlier. And then some things happened. So I'm kind of available almost whenever around okay. this time. Okay. So me and her will get together. We'll just yeah. solidify a date. It could be soon. It could be, heck, I'm available tomorrow or whatever days. Um, but more or less, I'm available this time of day. So it could be almost any day. I really don't mind. Okay, cool. And um, and hopefully we'll get Joe to come back on here. Uh, some yeah, more. Absolutely. Good seeing you again, Joe. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's and been Joe, too long, man. Joe, I, I'll, I always appreciate send you an email if you can. Yeah. I, I didn't mean I'm, I'm sorry. What's that? I, everyone was, that was my bad. I thought I heard a delay. I was just going to say I'll send you an email because I'd love to get a hold of you and just ask you some questions and we can just keep on chit-chatting. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good okay. talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that. All right, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it quits right now. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, you know what? Let me drop the end. Boom! There goes the end. Make sure you guys subscribe. 
uh, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified. Uh, leave a comment in here if you're, uh, you know, we, we've we've got the stream, but if you if you're coming in late and you want to leave a comment, leave a comment. I'll get to that stuff tomorrow and answer everyone. Thanks to everyone for coming on. Um, shout out to Walter from uh, Safety Harbor Firearms. Uh, we lost him there. Hope everything's good, Walter. We'll check in on you. Uh, thanks everyone. We are out of here. We'll see you. Peace. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks. Peace.